Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. You're rocking with the most awesome The Carl Nelson Show. Abarigani, wake up squad, Imani, faith, final day of Kwanzaa, happy new year as well, we made it, later the multi-talented researcher, brother Kiti Awadu will return to our classroom, brother Kiti will explain how we can get involved in the Africa rising phenomenon, and, and before that we're going to speak with metaphysician, Minister Gabri Amlak, but before we get all of that, let me say good morning and happy new year to Kevin Langford, good morning Kevin. Hey, hey, Carl. Happy New Year. <laughs> Got to push the right buttons here. Right. Hey, getting, getting rusty already for the start of the year? I forgot. Uh, no, it's, I think it's more excited. You know, this year is pregnant with possibilities of greatness and prosperity. Good. Do you, do you, do you, do you one of those who uh, make New Year's resolutions? Yeah, I'm one of those that makes New Year's resolutions, yeah. and How um, long do you keep them? Uh, I keep them long as I can, bro, and then renew it. I'll renew it. <laughs> you know, look, look, I, you know, I'm, I'm going to the gym today. I'm, I'm going to be there with those thousands of people today, yeah. right? Yeah. And, uh, and then, you know, that whole activity, life is what happens while you're busy making other plans. So when things get in the way, you find yourself, okay, here we are at uh, February, and uh, wait a minute, I didn't go to the gym, right? And you find yourself <laughs> at March, and you go, oh, wait, I got to pay the gym bill, right? Right. <laughs> and then in April, you go, I'm going to go to the gym. You know, I don't think there's anything wrong with restarting. You can begin again. That's what I'm Right. Saying. But you know what? I'm glad you mentioned that because people use this barometer, this mark, the first day of the year to restart, to, to you know, let me do this. I'm, you can start any time in the year. You know, you don't have to uh-huh. wait till January 1st. No, yeah, no, man, there's only one year. There's only one beginning <laughs> of the year. The, the energy is magical. The weather uh-huh. is, uh, what, is what it is. There's something magical about this first day of the year. This energy is totally incredible and uh, I don't think anything compares to it no and and that's no matter what creed color the, your belief system um, whatever you did last night it, it uh, something about the first day of the new year it's like okay I got a chance to fix what didn't work that last 365 days <laughs> right but it, I agree with you on that point, but it's still, I, I, I don't think people should procrastinate. Just say, you know, if, if you want to make a change in your life or a change in what are you doing, don't say, I'm going to wait for the January 1st. You can do it the next minute. You know, that's, that's where I'm coming from. Oh, sure. I, I certainly understand that the ability to re- reconcile and, you know, and, and reshape it. You know, it starts as an experiment and then you continue to adjust until you get to the point where it's July and you go, oh, never mind. I'm going to eat these. <laughs> right. Enjoy this picnic. And uh, all right, maybe next year I get it right. <laughs> because it, not everybody celebrates New Year's today as New Year's Day. You know, you got other fo- fo- folks on this planet who have a different calendar. So we got to remember that as well. That's right, man. Be that as it may. To everyone <laughs> listening, 
Happy New Year. Get it started. You can do it, and uh, nobody can do it but you. That's right. If, if you're looking for something to get you going, uh, yeah, first of the year, yeah, get it going. But again, if you know if you want to make a change, whether it's personal, private, professional, you can do it in the next second. And also, uh, uh, Kevin, I got a shout out to our Haitian brothers and sisters. Happy Haitian Independence Day for them. They're celebrating. They were the first uh, free uh, country, black country in the Western Hemisphere, and they've been paying for it ever since. But happy Independence Day to our Haitian brothers and sisters. Yeah, exactly, man. Um, no, no question about that. They deserve salutations and our support. And today is Imani faith. So, mm-hmm. so then you know, let's just share in the faith with them and their. Uh, but you, you know what, Kevin? I'd like to see, you know, we talked about Kwanzaa and we went through the, the, the seven phases of Kwanzaa, Moja, Unity, Kuchicharilea, Self-Determination, Ujima, Collective Work and Responsibility, Ujima, Cooperative Economics, Nia, Purpose, Kaumba, creative, uh, Creativity, and today is the last day of Kwanzaa, Imani, Faith. It would be great if we could just incorporate the seven days of Kwanzaa to 365 days just across the year. If we could just remember uh, all of the principles of Kwanzaa as we go through the year instead of waiting again <laughs> until the end of December, uh, close to the end of December to start Kwanzaa. Yeah, man. And meanwhile, we've got the expert or who's going to share with us about the energy of the new year, too. So, uh yeah, I, oh, Minister Amalek is waiting for us. Uh huh. He's standing by on the line. He, oh, right. He felt our energy. He felt our vibe. <laughs> sure did. <laughs> Minister Amalek, good morning, sir. Good morning. How are you? Happy New Year, brother. Happy good New Year. Job. Kevin says you felt the energy coming through the phone lines at the start of the year. I don't know what year. I guess this is about our 10th or 11th year. So, praise the Lord. Thank you very much, sir. Always it's a pleasure being with you. You're one of the most real people I know in in, in the in this field, regular, you know. Well, you know what? Let me say this, because you you were on this radio station, and now we're on in Baltimore on WLB. You were on here before I got here. You were on here for years. Uh, the, the folks in the, in, the, in Washington D.C. told me, Minister Amalek, you know, and and they they also told me, Minister Amalek, that everything that you said when you read read their energy charts, it's all come true. So you've been, if anybody deserves any praise, it's you, because you've been doing this longer than than I've been here. And you're still batting a thousand. So again, congratulations on that. Thank you. But I have to say again, it's, just, it's people like you, you know, who, who who made me get to this point. You know, I want to wish all of our listeners, you call all of our listeners, a, a happy, healthy, and and wisdom acquired New Year to all of our listeners and their families. Uh, as you say, I've been a veteran for this morning for this program. So I've been inspired to remind us that 2024 is ushering in an extremely serious cycle. Mm. You know, interesting how how the words uh, uh, have numbers, numbers and letters make so much sense. And so 2024 is an eight year. And interestingly enough, brother, and in, in, in our family, um, karma is a number eight. When you add it up, uh, the numbers and letters of this recycle symbolize spiritual laws and principles. As, and as you know, 2024 has uh, come to 8. So 8 means involution and evolution. 
And so one problem that many of our, our global family has, we have it also, of course, is understanding and accepting karma and reincarnation. And it's strange because even though the teachings that, that you know, most of our religions preach to us, tell us that what goes around comes around. As you sow, so shall you reap. And so we have to really understand that, particularly this year. Because let, let me jump in here and ask you a question, though, Minister I'm like, What about the people who don't believe? Because you, you'd say this is the eighth year, this is year of karma, what you reap, what you sow, you're going to reap, and all that stuff. But what for the folks who, do, like, the non-believers, like the people who are, who are non-Christians, who don't believe in the Bible, does that affect them? If, is, is this the new year that you're predicting, that you says again, is the eighth year? If they don't believe, will that affect them? It doesn't matter whether they believe or not. It doesn't matter whether it's, I believe it's raining outside or snowing. If, if, if it's happening, it's a fact. You know, see, another problem we, so karma says, what goes around comes around, live by the sword, live by the sword. And so we, we have a tendency, and that's one of the biggest problems that we have. It doesn't, and we, we, we don't even know what the word religion means. Literally, religion means to bind back, revive, Reversal, return, and so, and we terribly misunderstand that word. And so it goes beyond uh, what we believe. You know, when you do a person's chart and you see the energy field in which they live and move and have their being, it just, it blows blows your mind because it tells you that we, as a people, are born into, first of all, they call us the light of the world. And so the light of the world is, uh, is because when, when we're born, we uh, take up, we're permeated by the energy field in which we live and move and have our being. Really, it's also at our, our conception. And so we need this year to be really respectful. And, and you see, we can look in our lives and see. If one person, when a person comes to me, uh, I, I at this point in my life, after studying this for for, for fifty years, I, I'm a, plus I, I can oftentimes just sit, stand, and and look at a person's deeds and their words and know exactly what energies in their charts are permanent. So this year, and then see that tells us the cause. We have been here thousands of lifetimes. And it, it, it amazes me that we don't, it, without being insulting, use our common sense. Why wouldn't we, um, why, would, why would a creator, creators, make us, you know, a, a, without a, a structured plan? And so the problem we have by not believing in reincarnation, karma, is that we don't understand the souls that are born into our family, they're not our children. Those are souls that have been with us in other lifetimes, and we karmically are the vehicles in which they're born again. And so, and also you can look at this. It's amazing, Carl. The name that a person has also tells you. It's like those of us who know Cynthia, you know, the, 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 the instructed people, uh, Cheryl's structured individuals, 
uh, Larry's aloneness, just because the numbers and numerology and astrology go together. I mean, exactly. So the numbers of this rare cycle symbolize spiritual laws and principles we all have to hold in high right. regard. And hold that thought right there before you move any further on the name issue. What about the brothers and sisters who have changed their names? Who you know, not not using their birth name, officially have their names changed. How does that affect them? Does that affect their chart as well, or does their chart change with a new name? No, the chart doesn't name. The energy that draws them is on top of the, the, the old name. But if a person is born uh, Linda at birth, named Linda, well, she's a that's a master number or Joyce. Those are master numbers. Or, or Robert is 33. And so what's, what amazes me continuously is to see the relationship between the numbers in a person, that is in a person's name, and their date of birth. It's, for example, if, if you know um, Tyrone is a seven, if you know Barbara is, is an eight vibration, so I'm saying if you know this about them, the names, if you know people, for example, who are, who are loners, that's a seven Pluto vibration. So it's just, and, and we're, we're depriving ourselves of such a wonderful field of wisdom. That's why the Bible says, look to the sun, moon, and stars. And it's amazing how many Christians are turned against astrology when it says in their, in their holy book, in the Bible. And it's holy when it's not messed up symbolically. But it's a precious book, if you understand it symbolically. So, yes, sir, it's, it's a very intricate, wonderful science. And we need yeah. to reinstate it and get it All back right. to me. 14 after the top hour with Minister Gabriel. And he's going to give you an energy chart reading. And also, uh, reading for, we're going to do the energy chart. He's going to tell us what he did. He did some research for Joe Biden, Donald Trump, Kamala Harris. He's going to give us uh, as well as we start this 2024 journey but what what do you see for the country though because this year 2024 man we got elections uh, for sports folks we got the the olympics in paris what do you see uh, for for the world for 2024 and specifically what do you see for the united states you see 1776 it's a very interesting time right now seven four and seven seven this we just come out of 15 after the top. I'll let you finish uh, that. Family, you want to join us? You want to get your uh, free energy chart reading for 2024? Reach out to us at 800-450-7876. Minister Gabriel Amlick is the metaphysician. He's here. He'll do it all for you, all for free. And you can reach us when we'll be back in four minutes right here in Baltimore on 1010 WOLB. Also in the DMV, we're on FM 95.9 and AM 1450. WOL, or information is power.
And good morning, family. Uh, happy New Year. And also, Habari Ghani. To our wake-up squad, Imani. It's the final day of, of Kwanzaa. We should keep Kwanzaa, as we mentioned earlier with Kevin, to keep Kwanzaa going throughout the year. But Imani means faith. Our guest is Minister Gabriano. He's been doing this for for decades on WOL. So our news listeners, uh, I just want you to get acquainted with him. And he's been batting a thousand. That's what the folks have been telling me since he's been here, since I've been here. He's been batting a thousand. What he does, he, he, he takes your birth name and your date of birth and gives Gives you energy reading for the year and before we left for the short break he was giving us a breakdown of what he thinks is going to happen here in this country for uh 2024 so minister i'm like i'm gonna let you continue your thoughts on 2024 for the u.s whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits long live listening to your favorites learn more about Kaskali ribocyclob 200 milligrams at kisqali.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Yes, I was saying that this year is a nine year in terms of the the energies, the, the energy patterns that surround in which we live and move and have our being. And so it it tells us mathematically, scientifically, and remember once again now, most of, many of the scriptures talk about the size of astrology. Uh, Luke tells us that look to the sun, moon, and stars, the three wise men, we're instructed to search for for the place and, and identity of the Master Jesus, and they got that accurate. So well, that's one of the things you have to iron out this year: the contradiction in the scriptures. Why do we why do we think that we're being punished for something that we didn't we didn't deserve? We have to face things, face reality this year. The karma's a reality. It's, it's a different name. What goes around comes around. As you're supposed to say, you reap. And so this year, for us, it's a nine year. It's a year of completion. It's a year in which we have to look at un, in an honest fashion what have we done? Let's say, melanated people. We have to look at the facts. There's a very interesting book I want to tell our, our, our listen to, family listen to, to read. And that book is called um, The Making of the White Man. Written by a white a white man and 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 his colleagues tells us that we had albino wherever we had albino children we put them we chased them eventually into the caves because they weren't a real sense of nuisance they weren't a lot of attention you couldn't deal with the rejection then you want to look at look at another look at, and so we in a real sense force them into weapons and wolves. Of philosophy, they had to survive. So we are, we are in a sense, have a part to blame in Putin's behavior, in in in, in the whole situation now in in Uganda, uh, in Ukraine. Part of it is our fault. So that's why I hate it. And and history can prove that. So we have to get out of this victim consciousness. How dare us think that we're innocent? Okay, we have to also do, do. So there's another there's another site 
and this site is um the albino the 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 uh, albino complex okay versus the albino and that you can find that site on your computer okay um and we have to understand that what we're doing even today people of color are taking albinos cutting their bodies up parts off and selling them to tourists as souvenirs we are doing that today we also need to understand so, so, so that's we can find that we also need to understand that um in the united states has 16 or more colonies that that that, that give their consent to eating animals this is this is it look it's up you can look it up we also need to understand that most of the avanas on the planet are in in, in tanzania that's in Africa, okay, so somebody didn't know that. So our hands are not, so we have to this year accept responsibility. We're not the only ones that, that, that had problems and, and all kind, kind of ch- ch- uh, challenges you had to face because of our karma. But if we begin to love our, our white brothers and sisters, our Caucasian brothers and sisters, because Caucasians are just descendants of albinos, if we accept that, and 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 begin. To, we have the nine means love. Nine means completion. Nine means the, the three times three, conscious, subconscious, superconscious. So we have to begin really to accept what we have done and make amends for it. It's like you can run, but you can't hide. We may have ran from the, from the responsibility for our, our albino children, brothers and sisters, but we can't run and hide. And this whole situation in Israel, how dare them tell, call that a holy war? But that's their mentality. They've got the most of the world kissing dogs, or kissing on TV, picking up their stool every day. You got many of us doing that, sleeping with them, bathing with them. Come on, please. And so that's what the world has, so the world has to do with forgiveness, consciousness, in other words, the consciousness of what we have committed, we have to ask ourselves, what did I do to, to deserve the, 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 the life that I'm living? That's the main thing. We have to understand so that America, it was just a wonderful space in the real sense because the founding parents, mothers, fathers, were very much into the sciences, and so they picked the date to give birth to the planet. But the major flaw that we had in our birth planet was in our birth chart was dealing with the planet Pluto, which deals with birth, death, rebirth, and sex. And so in our birth chart in 1776, there was an affliction between the planet Pluto dealing with sex, rebirth, uh, other people's resources, and Mercury the planet of communication. And what it, it moved so slowly that the same place that the planet was in, the same place that, that the planetary energies were in, is returned there right now. It's take a long time. And so it's going to be there for at least another couple of years. And it's in the house of the values and resources. So that's where all this con, all this ripping other people off. Oh, you know, all this over-focus on sex. Sex is, for, sex is for birth. Not that we have them all violated it. Sex is for birth. 
Sex is also is also for for, for regeneration, regeneration, and spiritual development. And so you see, we can't expect our young Caucasian brothers and sisters to understand all these things because they've only been out of the cave for a few thousand years, several thousand years. People of color have been on the planet for thousands and thousands of years. And so we have to really begin to take responsibility. Like I said before, we can run where we can't hide. And so, and, and so now this is what Joe Biden has, um, has, in, has inherited. So I first I I will probably not vote for him. I, no, I wouldn't. In the, another time, because he's he, because of his, his age is telling on him. So he's not there. But he does have a very in his chart is a big pile of good fortune, especially right now. So he might be around for a while. Um, he has he has the, the, the he has the responsibility. Also, okay, for several things that went wrong, and but regardless of that, most of our presidential candidates have. When we look into Donald Trump, Donald Trump is, and we, you see, we cannot blame Donald Trump for his errors totally because we put it, we many of us put him in office, but we didn't understand that in Donald Trump, if we had used the sciences. Of astrology, it showed you right there in his chart. He's he's he is America's Achilles heel. The planet of Saturn in 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 a person's chart, any chart, is a family well, well responsibility. But in Cancer, it deals with responsibilities, with 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 executive duties. In Donald Trump's chart, he shows an affliction. He who's played. And it's like taking a person without examining their, their record, their personality. Donald Trump is definitely not qualified to be in that office ever, ever. And so, but we've done it. So now we're sending back as these innocent people with no, no, with no response. We put the man in office for whatever the reason. And so we have to deal with that. And see, the uh, Kamala, uh, Miss Harris, okay. She has the energy in her chart that's really very powerful uh, she, this year and for the next two years. She needs to be very, very careful because she has the energy in the chart. The energy of Pluto is with death, rebirth. In her chart is in an afflicted position for the next two and a half years. She needs to be very careful, okay? Um, and, and, so, and that's basically, I mean, just a basic rundown of what's happening. So if we take the right attitude and really take responsibility and stop coming up, start taking the victim, and the, and the, 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 the plan of Pluto, we've got to say it, the plan of Pluto is with sex, okay? Most of the scriptures tell you penis is not made for a butt. So whatever we came into, we've got to straighten that out. And it's, it's too bad that somebody uh, uh, that Uganda is doing, Uganda keep doing what is what what is what is planning on killing homosexuals, but we have to ask ourselves what, what, what what's worse, destroying x amount of children's consciousness, okay, okaying them to to do to, to bisexual, homosexual men, men marrying men marrying men. Come on, God is not fickle. Get that stuff together. Yes, Carl. 
Yeah, a- interesting. So, what do you see for the year, though? This this coming this year, twenty twenty four. I'm gonna say this coming year, but we're here already. Twenty twenty four will be a, a period of suffering unless we. If you think of the word, the number eight, right? Eight is involution and evolution. When it's horizontal, it's mastery, like in the chariot on the musician. But basically, it's saying we have to get our stuff together. See, we have to in, we have to evolve. We have to really take this serious. See, we we need to understand, Carl, that the planet Earth, in every sense of the word, is a reform school. This this planet is so dense. On one hand, it serves the cosmic purpose of of a gravitational magnetic energy field. But it also is called the land of Nod, because the be, the beings beings of people that are on it, ninety nine percent of them ain't even thinking about getting their act together. We're dancing in the fire. We don't have time. And I'm not trying to. Hey, what can you say? Can you condemn sports? No. But 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 it's supposed to. Everything has to turn call into recreation. We people of color. If you take the word Negro, okay. Negro is 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 a flat vibration, which means freedom, change, progress. It has a, a a three soul urge, which means to fit and join together, and has an eleven energy, which means spiritual enlightenment. And so we have to assume our. And, and well, hold that thought right there, Minister. I'm like 25 away from the top here. Before we get any deeper, can you explain how astrology and numerology works? And we got some people who already got. Uh, and uh, calls for you, but how can you uh, authenticate it? That say that okay, you you say this is an, uh, like this year is going to be an eight year. What does that mean? You know, how do you come to that conclusion? How do you come to the conclusion what what an eight year means? Or, or when you do the numerology and you know in sequence to a person's name and date of birth, how do you come up with that? And how and how accurate is it? Well, sir, this first of all, Pythagoras, the, the Greek mathematician. You know, we took the teachings of, of all of the, many of the ancient numerologists, and it's proved it's a science of numbers. So it's been, you know, it's it's, it's an ancient, ageless science. So that so you come by, you come by your conclusions by what each number represents. Seven represents loner. You can look in a person's chart and see if they have that in the chart that they are a, a, a loner. So the name tells you exactly what numbers or what energy is such an intricate science. And so the, what you can prove through the, through the thousands of years in which these sciences have been developed, if I'm asking your question. So, 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 so you, you also know that every letter has, has, a, has a character, a personality. And when you see a person like 2024, well, that's, that comes in number eight. So that tells you right there that this is going to be an eight year where we have to balance. Am I saying it to you? Yeah, I'm, I just wanted to make sure that when you know the people who are listening, the uh, folks who are not really familiar with with your work and what you do, that that they understand how you come to these conclusions. Because you know people say, "Ah, oh, it's just it's just making stuff up." You know, how do we know? Where's the reference? You know, how do? But even though with all that, and because I'm since I've been here and you've been with you, before I got here, I was telling folks that you've been doing this on on WOL. 
and he's still batting a thousand because when I check, I will call him. Okay, is, is he is he hitting on the money? And they say yes. You're absolutely correct in what you're saying and your assessments of their lives. But for the yeah, folks, because we had a lot of new listeners, that's why I'm, I'm trying to get this so they'll understand, so it's not some hocus-pocus that they're hearing on the radio. Well, you see, the thing that we're doing is we're not taking this whole thing. We, we don't have, for example, the average person can't tell you what educate means. Educate means to lead out. So when you see all these, and, and, and they made it, they twisted it around in the 19th century, 18th century. Because I tell you what, hold that thought right there, and I'll let you explain that when we get back. We are taking the quick break, and Veronica Maryland's up first. She wants a reading. Family, you can get your own reading for the year. Just reach out to us at 800-450-7876. Have your name and your date of birth ready for Minister Amlak. We'll take your calls in four minutes right here in Baltimore on 1010 WOLB. Also in the DMV, we're on FM 95.9 at AM 1450. WOL, or information is power. And good morning again, family. 17 minutes away from the top of the hour with our guest. He's a metaphysician. His name is Mr. Gabriel Amlick. What he does, he takes your name and date of birth and gives you an energy chart reading for the year. And it's it's a combination of uh, numerology and astrology. That's how it works. Before we get back to it, let me just remind you, later this morning, we're going to speak with Brother Kiti Owadu. Brother Kiti is a multi-talented researcher. And he's going to uh, explain to us how we can get involved in the Africa rising phenomenon. And later this week, you're going to hear from a criminal defense and constitutional attorney, Dwight Pettit. Also, the warrior lawyer, Jay Wendell Gordon, will join us. A clinical psychologist, Dr. Jeremy Fox, and the Minister of Wellness, Daniel Jordan, we're all going to be here, right here, so keep your radio locked in tight on 1010 WLB if you're in Baltimore, if you're in the DMV, we're on FM 95.9 and AM 1450 WOL. So let's go back to Minister Amlick before I take a quick call for you, Minister Amlick. I'll tell you what, let me take this call for you because Veronica's been holding for a minute and, I, and we get uh, and then we can continue our discussions. Folks, you two can call if you want a free energy reading. Again, have your name, that's your birth name, and your date of, uh, date of birth. Veronica, good morning. You're on with Minister Amlick. Good morning. How are you? Yeah, yeah. Call, call before. Can, can I just say one thing? Okay, you there? Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, I want. I want to point out. Uh, there's a very good book. PD, PDF. It's called Your Own Best Medicine. It tells you that your body makes its own vaccine. Your own best medicine. Please get it. It's by Martha Christie. Christy as in Christ, okay? Come to the radio with a pencil or pen, okay? okay. The other thing is we, right. we, have to stop dance, we have to stop dancing in the fire. That's the problem, Carl. We, we're not, we, we're dancing in the fire. We think that we, we have fooled ourselves into believing that the heart doesn't influence the kidneys. So we can sit around or ignore it and see uh, what's happening in Haiti, okay, in different parts, different other parts of the world, in Ukraine, Okay, in Russia, this is ridiculous. We we we, we can so I think it's nice to have sports if you're using it for recreation, not recreation, and that's what we're doing now. So this year is a get your act together year, and we have to understand that uh, as we recall the light and dark spots in the lives of of, of the politicians, whose lives we we we, we, we explore, the words that might seek the rule. Every saint has a past and every sinner a future. We have to start selecting, we have to educate our children and, and start selecting politicians with, with a righteous evolutionary purpose in mind. Yes, right. this is Veronica. 
This is Veronica. Yeah. When is your birthday? Seven twenty-five sixty-five. What is it, you? Seven twenty-five sixty-five. Eleven twenty-five. No, seven twenty-five sixty-five. Oh, phone is a little muffled. Yeah. Seven twenty-five. So you're fifty-five, okay? So you're just on the cusp of Leo. Is that real? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So the thing you, you see, we're going to understand that we're the light of the world because at our birth, we're not, you, you're not a Leo or cuss cancer. You're a infinite being and you're clothed with these 12 energies at the time of your birth. That's why I, I always tell my, 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 my brothers and sisters in psychology, understand that the word means the science of the soul, not the science of the mind. And so in the science of the soul, we see here that you are seven individual. You, oh, you said 725, right? Yeah. Do you find yourself to be a private person, a very yeah. inquisitive individual, a loner? Huh? Absolutely. Definitely. So that tells us that the planet Pluto, see, the energy field that you were born in, when you're born into, please listen, brothers and sisters, carefully, and start doing some studying. That when when a person is born, they're born into a twelve dimensional energy field, and these twelve energies are messengers. Well, the goal is to make these energies your disciples, and so you should use this this date of your birth, twenty five is a seven. So it is the energy of the person who's here to teach, who's a loner, and you have to make people feel that yes, you're not being too fussy in particular. That's your energy field. And that's why many of our marriages don't work because people, people, they're going into a blind spot, taking all kind of wrong motives to get involved with somebody else. So this year for you, dear, between the seven and seven is 14. Okay. And that is interesting. So you're still now in a seven year. So have you found yourself this year becoming more alone, becoming, you know, more, needing more space to yourself? Huh? Talk to me. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I've always been a private person. That's what I'm saying. But, but that's because, you see, and let's understand this. You are the energy field. You, you are the infinite spiritual being. That's why Jesus tells his disciples, let the dead bury the dead. Because you don't die. And I also, also want you to begin to, to look more into uh, Mary Baker Eddy. She's the lady who founded the... the who, who initiated the founding of, of, of the Seventh-day Adventist. She didn't want a church, but her condition followers wanted it. But she explained to you, you don't die. Your body dies. You, she has 5,000 testimonies of people who, some people brought back from the dead, she, people who she cured all kinds of ailments, because we have a reptilian brain that we don't use. Because the society tells us that we're sponsoring medicine, so-called medicine. So you, this year, are supposed to really spend more time, okay, getting into the scientific guest yes, call. Hello? All right. Thanks, Veronica. Okay, thank you. All right. I got a, a tweet question for you, Minister Amlack. It says, please ask your guest about health for 2024 for Patricia, born Tuesday. Uh, 122760 in New York City. 
And, and let me ask you this, because she mentioned New York City. Is, is it is, is it more accurate if you, uh, you know, name the place which you, where you were born? Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning their chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Say it again, sir. I'm not understanding the, the tie-in. No, the, the person mentioned that she was born in New York City, and she gave a date and her name. But my question to you, is it, is it more accurate, the reading, when you uh, name the place that you were born? Does that have anything oh, yes, to do with yes, it? Because every, oh yes, sir. Because every every town, every 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 city has its own energy field, and the energy field is, and that's that's, that's your essence. Because you speak, for example, Haiti, catching hell all the time. Because the people who incorporated Haiti did it at an inappropriate time. They should have waited until they were in the right place. And New Orleans, same thing. Chicago, same thing. And so the person needs to be really aware every place that you, we live and move our, have our being in the energy field in which we are brought to birth. Whether that's a business or person or pet, everything yeah. has an energy field. Right. And since you mentioned Haiti, happy Haitian Independence Day to our Haitian brothers and sisters. But this uh, this call uh, from Sister Patricia, uh, Tuesday, twelve twenty seven sixty. Patricia, she wants to buy help. Twelve twenty six sixty. Twelve twenty seven sixty. Okay, okay. So, so this year for you, twelve. That's tw- number what is it? nine and three is tw- nine. Nine and three is twelve, and seven is um, okay. Nineteen. Well, well, this 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 describes you as being a very. Uh, oh, is she on the air? No, she's listening. Oh, well, we'll tell her it's 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 a one year, okay. And so it's a year to begin to move into a whole new space, okay, a whole a new consciousness. But to understand that if you're born on a nine day, you belong to the universe. You know, whoever you're married to, they have to follow you as you serve the universe. I was born, I got a nine energy to my birth. And this challenge is definitely, but does I know that that's, that, that's the focus on. How is she going to use that nine energy in her chart, two, two seven, in a humanitarian, ecumenical way? You see, and speaking of ecumenical, Christianity is an awesome system. If it's understood symbolically, it's not understood metaphysically. And that's what it, how do you have a pastor who's telling you that your way is the only way? Light is light, whether it's Islam, Christianity, Buddhism, Sikhism. We have to stop that foolishness. And that's why we're catching all this hell around the planet. And this year is going to close in, it's going to close in, but the, the, the nature of change. 
on people on on America even more. We have right. to stop the foolishness. Yes, sir. Yeah, can you uh, let's finish with her first because I got a couple of tweets, well, other tweets for you, Patricia in in twelve twenty seven sixty. You said say more about her. Yeah, if you can just finish oh, up on that. With a nine vibration. I see. Well, hold that thought right there, uh, Minister Samla, because they tell me we've got to take another quick break. I'll let you finish when we get back. Folks, you want to join this conversation, you want to get a free energy chart reading of your chart, just call us up at 800-450-7876. Minister Gabri Amlick, a metaphysician, is here. He'll tell you your energy chart reading for 2024. Right here in four minutes in Baltimore on 1010 WOLB. Also in the DMV, we're on FM 95.9 and AM 1450 WOL. Where information is power. Keep rocking. Minister Gabri Amlak. He's, what he's doing this morning, family, is giving us some uh, mini energy chart readings. Uh, and just all you have to do is call up and give him your name and your date of birth. And, you know, some folks uh, think that, that uh, somebody else is, they're born on the same day, uh, have the same energy chart reading. Before you finish on, on Patricia, uh, Minister Amlak, is, is, is there a difference if we're born on the same day, the same year? Will our energy charts be the same? Mr. Amlak there with us? Have we lost Mr. Amlak? I think we lost Mr. Amlak. Anyway, we'll get him back in a moment. We'll answer that question and let him finish up doing Patricia's out of New York City's uh, uh, reading as well because some people want to know about their names. But you can call in and get, and get yours done for free. He's done uh, Joe Biden. He's also done uh, Donald Trump and, and Kamala Harris. He's also done an energy chart reading for the U.S. as well. Some people are skeptical. I know about it. Uh, they say, it, you know, they're... But what you do, if, if you're a skeptic, I'm going to challenge you now just to call in and give him your name and date of birth and see what, if your reading is correct. Uh, so far, as I mentioned, he's been doing this for, for decades now in Washington, D.C., and, and uh, he's been banning a thousand. The people who have called have, have said that he's, he's been on the money when it comes to describing you know, their life and what they're going through, and he tells them what they can expect as we move into 2024, because this is going to be, a, seems like this is going to be a phenomenal year for, for us this year, because it's an election year, and we all know what's going on with the election. But also for sports, you know, it's a big sports year. If the Olympics come off in Paris, that's another thing sports folks are... And when we're on sports, let me just congratulate the, the Baltimore Ravens of being the number one seed in the AFC. They just demolished the Miami Dolphins on Sunday and, uh, and congratulations in advance for, for, Lamar, for, for Lamar, the quarterback, because uh, you know he's, he's on his way to become the MVP of, of the NFL because well, that, well, that performance was just outstanding on Sunday. Anyway, congratulations to the Baltimore Ravens and their fans, even though they haven't won, they haven't won it yet, but they're well on their way to doing so. Minister Amlick, good morning once again. Yes, sir. Uh, my question to you, before you finish with Patricia's reading, uh, can you tell us if someone's born on the same day as Patricia, same, uh, same name, born on the same day, will their energy charts be the same? They'll be similar, but, but, but they all have past lifetime histories. They all have patterns, different patterns. It's just like twins. How can twins be so different? Because they have different histories and, and, and differences in their energy field. The plans, you're okay, and then even even they they both don't come out on the same second together. They come in different energy, and the energies change that quick. If that makes sense. Does does the energy change at birth, or or is it at some point during you know after they're born, do they, does their energy change? Can can they manipulate okay. their energy? Sir, say, say it again. 
Who? Can they manipulate? Does the energy change? It says that you know after they're born, they we talked about twins. If they're born seconds apart, can their energy? You say the energy will be very similar, but not necessarily the same. But can 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 you manipulate your energy? That's my question. Not your 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 astrological and the the force field that you're born into. You're not manipulating that, but the energy in your aura. I constantly think of the universe and think of the planets going around the sun. Well, those planets change the relationships to each other. So the energies in every individual change. Like the same person that you left at home this morning is not the same person that you go home to. That's how infinite or infinitely uh, rapid the energies change, if, 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 if that makes sense. It, it does because some people are saying that they've, they've been through that the same person they left when they get home it's a different person altogether but that's a whole different story right there but again let's finish over with Patricia first because again uh, 12, 27, 60 and, and concern about health going into 2024 well she, she's a fine person see one of the things with her is that she's actually a very fortunate person because Jupiter is at her, at her birth right on top of Right, right on top of her son. So she may be checking that for granted. The problem may be stemming from the fact that Aries have a tendency that Aries around. Aries are generally too, too, too aggressive. And so the, 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 uh, the health situation may be stemming from, you know, that ram kind of energy that she has because she has, she has the Mars vibration in a chart strong. And, and so the moon in her chart emotional and Mars assertion Mars is in cancer. And so she may be over emotional with that cancerian vibration. So that may be something that she needs to deal with in terms of you know her approach. Because that 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 at the final the time more. But she really has a very she has a stop go energy. Is she on the line? No, she's listening. She can't call in. She's at work listening. Okay, well, okay, well, let her know. Right. That, 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 well, you can give out your number. Maybe she can call you later, uh, Minister, like when she gets off. Of... I'll, I'll give my number. you give it? Yeah, go, ahead, go give your number right now. Yes, my number is, brother uh, and sisters, 916-628-5910. 916-628-5910. Uh, right, and I'll call him now. Call him when, when, after he's finished with the program. I got another question for you. Uh, the question says, please ask Ms. Silent about the first names. First name, Andrew. Second name, Cameron. Uh, what can you do just by the name of a person? How much of a reading can you give a person just by knowing their name? Oh, just give her that. Patricia is a seven. It's a P. P is a seven, six, 16, seven number. A is a one. T is 22. Two, nine, R is, 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 is nine. It's the 18th letter. So the names, like, it's, it's, it's all together. So fine. That's, that's why it's so ridiculous for leaders to, to demand that everybody in their particular religion change their name because they've thrown the person's destiny off. And that, I, I really praise those countries in, in, in Europe where you, the sister keeps her last name. Okay? I don't, I, I don't want to, but there's some religions here, you know, uh, where everybody's got the let that thing that so you rob the Persian of a part of their destiny, Minister Farrakhan. Yes, go ahead. All right. For, uh, Jade wants to, before we go to Jade, though, the first name Andrew and the second name Cameron. 
Yeah. Are we? Oh, okay, Andrew. Oh no. I, did I finish with Patricia? I think if it, she was talking about health, uh, if you've got anything else you want to add, that's fine. Yeah. Well, I'm saying with, with her that the fire, see, fire and water never mix together well. So she has a fiery Aries temperament, and she has a a, 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 a watery Cancerian vibration. Mars in in a in a in, a, in Cancer in the watery sign is like throwing hot coal in, in hot hot you know hot hot fire into in, into a pot of cold water. So she has to really resolve to find a release for her emotional temperament because she's a very fortunate person in general. But but uh, you know I, I don't do I don't like talking to people who you can't put them on the air. Uh, uh, Pluto in the chart is very strong, so she's a lonely. She's a private person, but she holds a lot of stuff inside. So the health, the, her health will just then this quote, this one thing. Uh, Sister Patricia, write more. Write all the painful situations, and you you probably have a light inside because cancer, cancer feels more deeper than any other signs. And we have to let our, our, our listeners know we're all 12 signs. So totally, so, so she's a very com- complex person, but a lot of it will be released through writing, through unresolved emotional situations, and we all have to forgive everybody, no matter what they did to us, because they're helping us pay off our karma. Gotcha. Yes, all right, let's let's just do the last two for the called in uh, the left messages for you. The, the names, Minister, uh, please ask Minister Amlak about the first names Andrew and Cameron, and then we'll take some calls for you. Right now, you mean you want to know about that? Andrew, the first name Andrew. Yeah, and the last name A N D R E E W. Correct. That's Andrew and Cameron. C A M E R O N. That's an- another first name. Okay. Okay. So that's ten, uh, twenty, uh, ten, and thirteen is twenty. Three and six, okay. It's trying out of situation. So Andrew is it's an eleven. It's the name of a a, a, a very psychic individual um, who really has to learn that most people look at life through binoculars, by focus rather, instead of binoculars. So he has to learn how to be tolerant and how to protect his sensitivity. Okay. So if you're looking through his chart, he gives you his name. It'll show you in this chart that he's in the 11. The 11 is the name of, um, also the name of, of, of Jesus, okay, um, which, which means light. Whether you want to think of Jesus as the issue and of God as I do, or as the S-O-N, we don't have no proof that he existed. It's another thought. But it still, it still okays the system allegorically. Approves. We'll get back to that. Yes, call. All right, the, the final one, Cameron. How 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 do they spell that? They spell C A M E R O N. C A M E R O N. So that's that's okay. That's correct. That's four. That's nine. That's fourteen. That's twenty-two. That's twenty-eight. Ah, and five is well. He's at thirty-three, so he's a master number, and the master numbers mean they have to do. They hear six is a very spiritual vibration because the planet is is clothed in six 
five groups, six directions, six degrees of length, east, west, north, south, above, below. So he, people that have six in their name are here to, to shelter people, uh, to, you know, to, to, to heal, all right? Most of them maybe misuse that by becoming too, too codependent. But Cameron is the name of a natural healer. He should, he should, he should also right. be a chef. Twelve after the top. Yeah, let's get, Jade's waiting for us. Uh, Minister Hamlack in calling from Washington D.C. on line two. Good morning, Jade. Happy New Year. Hi, happy New Year to you all. Did you and, say Jade? Uh, I want Jade. J A D E. Uh, is that correct, Jade? Is that how your name is spelled? Yes. Yes. And your date of birth? Seven two nineteen fifty four. Did you say 7-2-1954? Yes. Are you on a speaker, dear? No. Okay. Okay. That, that's a, it's 7 so it's 9. So this year for you, 9 and 7 is um, 16. So this is this is a 7 year for you, okay? Um, one of the things okay. that you have to work up, work up with that, you said seven two fifty four, right? Right. Okay, so one thing you have to work on with that true energy is being is overcompromising, because you know it means that you're peaceful. Tell us that you must have Libra somewhere in your chart. So, so the thing you want to be, be work on this year, okay, is how to utilize that true energy without compromising yourself. Do you find yourself compromising just to keep the peace? Yes. So, so, so that's what you want to work on. You also want to use music more because music is a healer for you. Are, are you into music? Do you play any instrument? Or are you a, a music fanatic? Yes, well, I love good good music. And today um, I turn the radio off a lot because the music today, is don't, it doesn't feel like real music. I'll tell you what, Jade, hold that thought right there. And, and you too, Minister Hamlet, we're going to take a quick break again. And I'll let you finish up speaking with Jade. Family, you want to join this conversation? You want to get your free energy chart reading for 2024 with Minister Gabriel Hamlet. He's a metaphysician. Reach out to us at 800-450-7876. Your phone calls in four minutes right here in Baltimore on 1010 WOLB. In the DMV, we're on FM 95.9 and AM 1450. WOL, where information is power. And good morning once again, family. Abarigani, uh, Happy New Year. Abarigani, the final day of Kwanzaa. Imani means faith. I guess this metaphysician, Minister Gabriel Amalek, and he's taking readings. He's giving you free energy chart readings. All you have to do is call up and give him your name, and that's your birth name and your date of birth. And don't wait till the last minute, because a lot of folks wait till the last minute as usual, and they call and they can't get in. So it's calling right now at 800-450-7876. Another thing, don't wait and hope that somebody is born on the same day and has the same name as you calls it, because that, that often doesn't work, as Minister Hamlack pointed out, the energy fields are different. So anyway, before we left for the break, we're speaking with Jade calling from Washington, D.C., Minister Hamlack. So I'm going to let you finish giving Jade her reading. Well, yeah, the, the, the situation here is that you have um, an unusual amount of energies in one side. You have one, two, three, uh, four, five energies in the sign of cancer. And so the question I want to ask you is, uh, are you, are you, you are a family person, right? Yes. 
Am I what? A family uh-huh. person. You said, yes. what did you say? Okay, have, have you, yes. and with all, with all the respect, have, have you lost yourself in in your family responsibilities? Yes, yeah. I'm really concerned about about uh, being uh, prospering, you know, coming into the new year, which way direction to go in. Right. No, what I'm asking you is have you in your past life, current life, spent too much, let too much yourself be absorbed in your family? Yes. Okay, so you want to, but that's, you see, the thing we have to understand is you are an individual being. That's why the Bible says, call no man upon the earth your father, because you don't have, the only father you have is, 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 is the creator. These souls in your family are souls from past lifetimes, relationships, friends, whatever, that that have passed, came through you to balance your relationships. And so I'm saying one of the things you have to do, you have to be, because you see, you're a very fortunate individual. Do you see yourself as as being that? Huh? In, in some instances. I, I, I sometimes. Think. I, sometimes I do. Sometimes well, I do. Well, I, well, I think you've probably taken the good fortune for granted. So really begin to look at that more clearly, okay? Because you have so much cancer in your church, and part of you might be blocking your good fortune by holding so much pain inside. Do you believe that you've actually held a lot of hurt and pain inside? Uh, yes, I feel a lot of pain, and, and and with the state of the world the way it is, and war, and people getting killed, and I, I get really, really depressed, and sometimes I can't find my way out. Okay, well, what I'm saying, why don't we be, to, to all of our listeners, I really want to help you do readings this year in terms of understanding how to empower yourself, because it will probably get worse before it gets better in terms of the external External conditions, because the way it's being approached is totally off. So if you know, if we can get together and talk about how you can empower yourself and become more detached to what's going, and I had the same problem, almost tears in my eyes every day. I I, I didn't watch the news. Well, I watch the news all the time, but I but I had to cut back when I was sitting down to eat because I didn't want to eat with my stomach all upset. But yet it is a condition. But we have to keep in mind, dear, these are eternal beings. The only thing that's hurting them, the only thing we heard about them, is the vehicle in which they live and move and have their being. These are all infant beings. It's like you buy, you, you buy a car after car after car. They're not the vehicle. So please begin to think about that. And please begin to investigate more in, in terms of how you can, how you can not just empower you. How, how can you change the situation you want to talk about that in your environment because you're worried you have a you want to you want to write more to the situation that caused you pain and that'll get it out of your system on the paper so please do that more what did you want to ask me about your prosperity yes i, uh, I want to know the direction uh that i should take maybe for prosperity Okay, so so I hope I hope you don't mind, but we need we need to discuss that off air because it, it it's a lengthy conversation. 
And all of us, oh, you know what vocation means, Neil? Vocation means to call. And so we need to help you find out you and other people, your life calling. Why are you here? And, and, and it's not accidental. And you can do something about what's going on that offends you. That's, just, that, that's what I do on a daily basis. Okay? You got right. Okay. Thanks, Jade. I'm going to sound like, again, give out your number again so folks who are listening to one, you know, I have a personal conversation with you, they can reach you later on. Yes, sir. My number is 916-628-5910. And I also want to talk to you at some point, just mention that I'm, I'm doing classes on the art of life. You know, it actually uses the tarot, which is not just from reading features, it's a book of the 78 phases that we, pictures of our 78 phases that we go through. So please get involved with that. And that will also help you to build up your ammunition because this is the year we have to become internally stronger and not be, and, and really avoid as much as we can identifying with the negativity because we're in the zombie zone. No, that is literally the case. And so we have to understand that we're here in this reform school to reform ourselves. And unfortunately, the multitude of us probably would not do that. Every time I've turned on the TV and see all these people in these arenas, but that's fine. But you have to recreate instead of recreate. Yes, Carl. All right, let's keep moving at 28 after Tom. Yeah, let's go to Mobile, Alabama. Walter is waiting for us on line three. Good morning, Walter. Happy New Year. Good morning. Happy New Year to the both of you. It's it's such an honor to be alive and to hear you. Mr. Amalek, uh, do you have yes, a sir. book out before I say anything? Yes, I have two books. I have one book is um, The Spiritual Liberation. Okay. And the other book is The Superior Aspects <laughs> of Women. Okay, I'm gonna make sure that I, I I get that I'm gonna get that for my children and my grandchildren, okay? Because I have problems with my eyes, but however, I'm here and it's Walter seven twenty five fifty three. Wait, wait, ho, 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 ho. The African American role in America's spiritual destiny. That's the first book, okay? African American rule, and, and you can call me, you know, and and and, and I'm why wouldn't you, okay? So it's okay. African American and the superior aspects of women, and I also have a spiritual rap album. If you ever heard a rap singer called Speaker Nakazi, that's uh-huh. my grandson. Was my grandson. Okay, I'll tell you what. I got my what? What's that number again? If you don't mind. Nine one six six two eight nine one six. Six two eight. Uh huh. Five nine one three. Five nine one three. One zero. One zero. Oh, one zero. Okay, I got it. If you want to get to me, Jay, it would be good to do it right after the program because the the, the phone lines are quick. Okay. <laughs> okay. They do. And don't forget the spiritual uh, dimensions. Okay, that's a CD album uh, that has. Uh, in um, spiritual uh, poems, okay? Raps, okay? Very powerful. Okay, now, what was your birthday, sir? 7, 25, 
Yes, sir. Okay, yeah, you're going to do Walter, W-A-L-T-E-R, right? Yes, sir. Okay, so Walter is the name of a loner. Is, is, is that you, analytical? That's the truth. That's me. See, see, the thing I want to bring is that this is a science. And whatever it takes to get us to be serious about our lives, we really don't have to happen. It's time to get serious. You want to have your recreation? Fine. But don't recreation. How is your recreation? And don't forget what's going on around us. These people right this moment. Every time I get something depressed, I think about what's going on in all these places. Ukraine. All these places. It's scary. It's scary. There? It's very scary. I hear you, sir. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Yeah, he said he's very scary. You got to keep moving. But anyway, can you help him out, oh, uh, Minister Amlak? Oh, yes. Okay, so, you know, welcome. There's 7714. So this year for you is a seven year. Okay, brother? Um, mm-hmm. and so, I'm going to hold Okay, and this year is, a, is so I've been saying, I'm sorry, it's, it's, it's the three year. So this year for you is a year for you to find out, you know what the word art means, my brother? Art means to fit or join together. So this year, and I'm glad to hear you working with your young folks, this year is a year of, of integrating all of your talents and abilities and helping you people around you do it. And to find out yeah. today, whoever does it, what they hear, what they hear to express. We're not here to do our thing. We're here to do the vocation. That's why we call it light of the world. We're here to do the vocation that helps the, 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 the cosmos to express energies in a in a harmony. Okay, Walter? Yeah. Okay, sir. I got you. All right. Yeah, Thanks, Walter. Yes, sir. Is a loner, private person. So let people know that, you know, and you keep the peace. By letting folks know this is my energy. No offense to you. You got me? I got you. Mm. Yes, sir. <laughs> Thanks, Walter. 27 away from the top. Yeah, let's go to line four. Richard's reaching out to us from Silver Spring in Maryland. Good morning, Richard. Happy New Year, by the way. Uh, same back to you, and thank you very much for letting me uh, talk. Birthday, uh, 09, 03. 1450 at 95.9. What is it? Your birthday's when? Hello? Hello? Yeah, your birthday's when, Richard? 09, 03, 1942. Is it September? Yeah, he says September 09, 03, 42. 9, 3, 
Okay, uh, one, you, you know, you might let Actually, well, hold, hold on, uh, Minister Hamlick. I'll let you re- report to Richard when we come back. And also, when we come back, too, I want you to explain, because you says this is, a, we're talking about karma. If you could explain that for us as well. Family, you want to get a free energy chart region with Minister Hamlick? Just reach out to us at 800-450-7876, like Richard did out of Silver Spring. I'll take your calls in four minutes right here in Baltimore on 1010 WOLB. In the DMV, we're on FM 95.9 and AM 1450 WOL where information is power. Good morning again, family. Happy New Year and a barigani to you. Final day of Kwanzaa. Imani is the the, uh, the the word for the day, which means faith. Before we go back to Minister Amalek and Richard in Silver Spring, let me just remind you, coming up later this morning, we're going to speak with uh, the multi-talented researcher, Brother Keedy. And later this week, we're going to be joined by criminal defense and constitutional attorney, Dwight Pettit, uh, a warrior lawyer out of Baltimore, J. Wendell Gordon, also classical uh, uh, clinical, pardon me, psychologist, Dr. J- Jerome E. Fox, and the Minister of wellness uh, nathaniel jordan all going to be here so if you're in baltimore make sure your radio's locked in tight on 1010 wolb if you're in the dmv we're on fm 95.9 and am 1450 wol all right minister amlak we've got richard online and if, richard your, your your date of birth one more time uh 090342 oh september 3rd 1942. Okay, thank you. Uh, so you think one of the things in your chart is um, you have a very powerful uh, ability to write. Are you writing? Have you written any book to take this important? Because the, the, you know, I really didn't think about it though. Yeah. I've yeah. been. I used to do skits when I was younger, but I really didn't think about writing. Well, you want to do it now because you see the thing, the thing in your chart, and we all have our pros and cons, positive and negative, okay? But your chart shows that you drive through life with your emergency brake on. There's too much caution. Can you see that? What was that? Now say that again. Your chart shows that you drive through life with your emergency brake on just in case something goes too much caution. Can, Can you see that? Yeah, I can see that. I'm trying to avoid that, though. I'm trying to change that. Well, okay, but I'm saying that's it. You see, you, you, you're not your chart. Your energy field, okay, is, is the 12 uh, frequencies in which you live and even have your being. So the lesson you want to learn this, in this lifetime, because you have a lot of challenge for writing, so you should not have had a week this long. But the problem in your chart, the problem with your 12 disciples, let's say, okay, is that you you... You, you think of the problems whenever you think of an objective. Think of the opportunities, not the obstacles. Do you hear me? Yeah, okay. I hear you. Thank you for that. I do hear you. Yeah, yeah. Well, 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 so, so I'm saying that's what you have to work on, okay? Because you have a lot of creative. The three gives you a creative energy. Three means the art to, of join, fit, and join together. But you can't do that yeah. as long as you keep... And, and if you've been hurt in the past because you've got cancer in your chart strong, you carry a lot of pain. So personally, you want to write. Is that true? Talk to me. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. Uh, I do want to ask you about my music skill. Yeah. Your who, sir? Your music? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So what I'm saying to you is you, you can do all those things, but you have to get rid of that doubt. You see, 
plant the seed, don't ask well, how it's going to grow. Nature will make it grow. Look, look at the, the, the opportunities first. You got my point? Huh? I got it. You got it? Okay, so, and I want you to do So you do have a, a real powerful... Yeah, but you, you're a fortunate person if you really look at that. You look at yourself. Look, look, look at your life. What, what, what you're 80 years old? Yeah? 81. Okay, that's fine. Well, you see, but you're not any age. That's why you just told yourself to live the dead do it. You don't age. Your your physical organism ages in proportion to what you put in your system. So let's talk off air through how you can get the other things started. Okay, sir? All those people that call me today, I'll give a, a, a New Year's gift on, on, on doing their readings. Okay? You got me? I got uh-huh. you. All right. Thanks, Richard. And we'll give out the number before he leaves. Before we speak with, uh, uh, 16 minutes away from the top there, before we speak with Eva, though, in, out of New York City, uh, Minister Farrakhan, Minister Farrakhan, Minister Amlak, Minister Amlak, you said this year is, is about karma. We're seeing a lot in the news about uh, our black leaders, officials, entertainers, and they're caught up in all this kind of scandal that's coming out. Is, is that is that is that what we're seeing when you talk about karma? Is, is this is this the effect that we're seeing? Yes, sir, brother. I saw we saw the data. Can't take the charts tell you put your garages on. The charts tell you what kind of tactics you come with. Britney Spears' dad was was, was robbing her from other life. As you can see in the chart, you knew when Dr. King was going to kill because he shouldn't have been who he was. You didn't know Kobe Bryant. You didn't have been in that plane that day. So it's all there. So the main thing, that's why some of these so-called psychologists who don't know psychology, who don't know astrology, it's ridiculous. You have to know the energy fields. So yes, sir, you, you, you can see each one. For example, uh, 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 this Maddox, one, one of my favorite newscasts, Caucasian sister, she told me how great Frederick Douglass, why he suffered so much. Frederick Douglass' chart was ridiculous in terms of inflation, stuff he did wrong. That brother Tyro Nichols, he has the worst card that they got taken up. But what that meant is he feel but home today, hide under the bed, where your galoshes. So it's all there. We have been told not to consult the Cosmic Weather Report, and we listen to it. So we have to right. stop that. 614 away from the top. Yeah, Eva's calling from New York City, as I mentioned, on line two. Good morning, Eva, and Happy New Year. Good morning and Happy New Year to you, and thank you for this opportunity. Uh, my birthday is August 4th, 1947. Okay, and then they just say, well, okay, call. Um, Richard has a powerful name. Richard has three master numbers, 11, 22, and 33. So he's way, way in, in underachievement to what he's capable of doing. Yes, sir. What, you, you're August 4th? Yeah, August 4th, 1947. Yeah, that's that's uh, o- o- Obama's birthday, right? Yes, it is. Oh, no, my birthday yeah. first, before Obama. No, I, I said Obama's birthday is on the same day as yours. I know, I know, right? I know. I'm just messing with you a little bit. Come on. <laughs> and... What, I was born name? before Obama. Uh, Eva. Eva? Yes. E-V-A? Yes. Is that your birth name? Is that all of it? I mean, that's your first name? Yes. Okay. 
That's what that was nine, one is ten. Okay, so you, you do you see yourself as being a very independent person? Yes. Hmm? Okay. Yes. What you want to not make people around you feel unneeded because you're so independent, okay? Uh, gotcha. You want to image, huh? I can't hear you. I didn't hear that. Can you hear me? I said you want to not make people feel that you they that you don't need them because of your independence. You got me? Huh? Got you. Understood. Understood. Okay. Uh, and so the thing you want to know that's four vibration. Every number has its ups and downs. So the four vibration, you know, is is a powerful energy, but it has a tendency to be rigid. Can you see that? Hmm? It has its energy to be what? Tends rigid. To be rigid. It's dependable, reliable. Huh? Hello? Okay. Got you. Yeah. Once you you decide to do something, see, we have to understand, we're not the energy. They are messengers. That's why Hercules' 12 labors is is, is to adjust these energies so that they work for us. See, most people, if you read the works of George George Adam-Gurdjieff, most people are robots. That's why anger is such a horrible sin. Because mm. people are machines that listen to the energy field. So, so you want to be like the master Jesus and make the 12 disciples, the 12 energies, your disciple, okay? So okay. the 8th tells us that, 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 that that's the um, Leo vibration, right? Hmm? Right, that's right. Yeah. It's a powerful sign, but one of the, one of the most um, challenging signs to work with because the sun influences their behavior, it, they... They think they know everything, <laughs> and nobody knows everything. Neo is the hardest sign to advise. I mean, those, those who are, are, are not enough. Plus, you're you're a strong mm-hmm. person. You're a strong mm-hmm. person. In terms, mm-hmm. Are you there? Come here. This you're, you're a strong person in terms of you're good for organizing. You're good. You should be in supervisor positions. Is that what you do in your job? Not in my job, but in my um, after-work positions. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, have you stepped up and exercised? Your, when you say after-work, does that mean you've not taken on the job that you really are suited for? Hello? Yes, I, I have. At this age and stage, I don't want to, I can't, really, um, and don't want to. Um, in the daytime work, I don't want to try to do that at this point in my life. Yeah. Yeah, it's age. Yeah, but I want you to get beyond the age thing because you're infinite. Your body needs to be fixed. I want you to look gotcha. at Mary Baker Eddy, Mary Baker Eddy stuff, and develop your reptilian brain, which means you're supposed to turn the clock back. The body is okay. age. You're not age. So anyway, okay. say, this is a good. Time. This is a this is a a good time for you. In terms of you stretching, very more, but, but you do have to lo- loosen up some because you have too many mm-hmm. rules and regulations. Is that right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, and that's because the twelve energies that house you are f- prominently fixed energies. Leo is a fixed sign. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Let, let me go on to the next question. Coming off air, I gave my phone. All right. All right. What is it? What okay. is it? 916-628-5910. Okay? 
Okay. Right? And All the right. thing you want to do, too, you, you see, you have this compassionate. There's another side of you, very compassionate, family-oriented, okay? But people don't okay. see that by your shield. Is that right? Right. Okay. And you've got a very strong family energy in you. Do you have a family? Yes. No, no, everybody doesn't have it, okay? So, okay. So, so you, and you want to start writing more, okay? Have you, and, and you want to, you want to express yourself, your generosity, your care, your, your desire to help humanity. Are you doing that yet? Yes, I, um, I am. I have a lot of writing. Okay, so, so let's talk, talk about that more, okay? Eva, I got a question to you before you go, though, before you let it go, Minister Amlak. How accurate was what Minister Amlak told you, Eva? I think he was very accurate, very accurate. Okay. Okay. I just when I call him, I will tell him my exact name. Okay. I didn't tell tell him because yeah, I didn't tell him my my real name, but I will oh, okay. when I call him. All right. All right. Thank you. Thank, uh, you. Uh, Thank uh, you so uh, much, Carl. All right, thank you, Eva. Uh, Miss Miss Amlek, will, will that change the reading? Now she confesses that wasn't her her, her right name. Does, would, would, her, would that change the, her reading, though? Well, it it'll change the, the the energy that we put on her name. But I didn't really read her name. I read her her date. I have a book called The Ephemeris, and The Ephemeris gives you exact date that you were born. So if I had the time and her real name, we just add more to it. You ready? Okay. All right. Thank you. Thanks. Thank you. Thanks, Eva. Yeah, I, I talked about the, the energy, the rigidity, the, the take charge by her date of birth. Okay. Oh, okay. Uh, so, so the, when you know when the, when, the, when the folks call you up later and they give you all the information, you can give them more precise reading. Is that what you're telling us? Well, more in depth. You know, and it was obvious. You know, if I see a person. Whose name is is Gwendolyn? That's an eleven vibration. Don't know just the name. So a lot of people. Well, 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 hold that thought right there. I'll let you finish that when we get back. We're going to take another quick break here, uh, seven minutes away from the top of the hour. Minister Amlak is our guest, 800-450-7876. Speak to Minister Amlak. Your call's in four minutes right here in Baltimore on 1010 WOLB. In the DMV, we're on FM 95.9 and AM 1450. WOL, where information is power. Keep Happy New Year, family, and uh, Barry Ghani, the final day of Kwanzaa, and the principle for today is Imani Faith, and we should keep and, and express all the Kwanzaa principles throughout the year. I guess it's Minister Gabri Amlik, momentarily we're speaking with Brother Keedy, but let's wrap up with Minister Amlik. Minister Amlik is a metaphysician, and he's given us a free energy chart reading for 2024. He also did one for the country, he did Biden's, the Trump's, Harris, if you wake up late, uh, get a copy of the podcast. But Minister Amlik, uh, uh, Ali is calling for Baltimore online too. Good morning, Ali. Good morning, Carl. Your full name and date of birth. Yeah, February 1st, 1951. 1951? Yes. Okay, so that's a... Oh, that's a... So that's... Six, that's three, and... Eight, and this is... Well, coming up, it's 11 years, right? Now, you're still... Let's see, seven and three. So, so you're still in a, a one year, okay? 
it's in them soon. But the thing you want to do is find out how you can use that independent energy of yours. You see, the reason they call us the light of the world is because because we have, we're the most complex, evolved creature on the planet. So we have to begin. So how are you using your energy? Are you into Islam, sir? No. No, I'm not. No. Okay. Is, is, what, what's your birth name? Is A L I or that's your name you've adopted? O L L I E. It's Ali. Right. A L I D. That's your birth name. Yes. Okay. So, so what, what you want to look at is this year is how can you use you know your your, your independent creative energy to make things better, you know? People don't hardly don't regularly call and say, Hey, what can what can I do to to make the earth a, a better place, okay? Um have right. you gotten to a point have you gotten to a point in your life at which your your vocation is expressed through a through, through a leadership independent role? Or have you not accepted it yet? Talk to me. Ali? Yes, I'm here. Sir? I said, have you get to a point of independence where you are yes, able yes. to say, oh, you are? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, have you seen how you can strengthen it or intensify that this, this year? Or is that something that you need to do? Huh? No, uh, you're breaking no. up. I can, yeah, you break it up. I'm missing some words. What did you say? You're breaking up a little. I'm missing some words. Okay. I said, it, are you have you reached the level in which you are expressing your independence, you know, to its fullest? Because you, yeah. you definitely have in your chart your, your revolutionary kind of vibration. Do you see that? Hmm? Yes, 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 yes. Okay. So, so, so can you see yourself taking it? Why don't we get together and see how you can take that to another level? Does that make sense? Yes, it does. Okay, so let's see if we've got other people waiting. So let's see how you right. can do that, okay? All right, we're, we're going to give out a number in a moment. Ali, I thank you for your call. Uh, Minister Amlak, I'm going to ask you this question. You know, artificial intelligence is impacting all segments of our society. Do you see the time when people can just, you know, download an app and put their name and date of birth and get a reading that you give them? And your thoughts, will that reading be accurate? Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Yeah, no, yeah. As long as I have the name in date of birth. Because as you hear all these years we've been working together, the numbers in the person's name and the astrological patterns are identical. Okay? Um, so, yes, I hope I answered your question. 
Yeah. Right. But I'm, I was just it's probably being done somewhere. Somewhere someone can probably Google it and figure it out. You know, because oh, all you need is your name and date of birth, and you put it in there, and numerology and astro- astrology will come out and give them a reading. But before we let you go, though, Minister Am, like, how can folks who people didn't get a chance to call in this morning? How can they reach you? What is your phone number? Let me say two things quickly, okay? I didn't mean to be insulting. Uh, Swami Krishna used to tell us that homosexuality is due to what the person was generally in another lifetime. He says the the thing has to be stopped with homosexuality is the sexual thing, okay? That's one thing. Swami Krishna, okay? The other thing I want to say say is that um, Earth is a reform school. Um, Also, that so, also, if people want to read, I have 70,000 posts on Facebook. So, please, and, and, you, and, and YouTube, 70,000. So, please be in touch. Okay, uh, please contact us. Open it up. Feel free to call. My number is 916-628-5910. Having metaphysical classes, all the people who call today, I'll give a, a, a New Year discount on their reading. Oh, thank you so much, brother. I really appreciate you. All right, thank you for the work you've been doing here for many decades, especially on this station in in Washington, D.C. Before I got here, and you're still batting a 1,000, so I want to thank you. Obviously, you're doing the work, and obviously it's working for a lot of folks. But thank you again, Minister Amlek. Thank you, sir. Thank you. I appreciate you. Bye-bye. Uh, as Mr. Gabriel Amlek, he's a metaphysician. Again, his number is 916-628-5910. That's 916-628-5910. All right, family, let's turn our attention now to Brother Keedy. Brother Keedy, good morning. Happy New Year, sir. Greetings to you, my dear, dear brother, Carl Nelson, to the WOLB family. It's a pleasure to be with you. How is my brother Carl doing today? We're excellent, brother. We're black and shining as usual. Uh, we black and we shine. You know, one of my uh, of my many life experiences was 30 years as a professional musician. And we had a wonderful group based in Southern California called the Superiors. And we had a number of different lead singers in the group and songwriters in the group. One of the brothers, Brother uh, I. Lee, we called him, wrote this song, Yes, We Black and Yes, We Shine. And I really kind of adopted that as kind of a theme that would you know, permeate my life and those around me. So you and I have been sharing that as a greeting now for probably, what, close to 10 years. We black and we shine. Yeah, and it's, it's proud about being black, too. You know, that's, that's what it's all about. It's not ashamed about being black. So many of our, our brothers and sisters are ashamed. And some of them don't even know it, Brother Keita, that they're, they're ashamed about being black because we're so addicted to white you know, some of us are still not, you know, still reverberating from the Christmas season and still, you know, thinking about Christmas and probably thinking about next Christmas because of that, that white addiction. So, again, that when you say I'm black and I'm shy, you know, it, it, it alleviates you, makes you wonder and makes you realize the fact that you are black. You're not in all essence of being blackness as uh, Malcolm would say or, or, or brother Renoka Rashidi would say all essence of blackness you're black 
you know, so that's where that, that comes from. But uh, thank you again. And, and uh, Ghani, because today's the last day of Kwanzaa, and if, if the uh, principle for today is Imani, faith. So I sh- share that with our brothers and sisters. Because, it, you know, for me, I think Kwanzaa, we should adopt Kwanzaa 365. You know, if you just do it every day, just, you know, just embrace all the principles of Kwanzaa, starting with the first one, unity. Your thoughts. When it comes to unity, you immediately tie into something that's very, very important in what I've been teaching for several years across my Pan-African studies, and that is demographics. The essence of unity is the gathering of a people, whether it be a family or community, a nation or a global family, and that is demographics. As you know, Carl, one of the themes, one of the things that kind of is the glue of what I teach and spans my books is I am a scientific futurist. You did, did just have our brother, dear brother, Gab- Gabriel Amlach. He is an esoteric futurist. I am a scientific futurist, meaning data patterns, data gathering. And since you bring that unity up, I think it's very clear or it's very critical that we, as African people, wherever we are, start to think about ourselves in demographic terms. Later in the show, I'm going to talk about population growth and population decline, particularly population decline because that's becoming very evident this decade. There are some 24 countries in the world now whose demographics have them actually population shrinking. And this is going to change the world very dramatically. And uh, I have some shocking figures to show about white and black population growth and or decline in the United States. I hope people stick around because this represents one of the most dramatic changes we can have. But insofar as unity, in my mind, Brother Carl, the greatest unity that you and I express and that others in this audience express is called Pan-African unity. And on this planet, as of today, there are 1,747.5 uh, 1.745 billion African people on this planet. That actually puts us on the planet as higher than Indians and higher than Chinese. Now we ask the question, what are we going to do now that we own the planetary demographic dividend? That's the greatest unity we could imagine. But you know what, uh, Brother Keaty, we don't know that, though. We don't know what you just mentioned, those numbers. And because the people are working in f- different forces to keep us separated. The other folks know that. They know that if black people ever came together and acted as a unit, as, as, uh, nearly full of this, if we acted on code, if we had a code, where a, black, where a brother in Kenya, if he's in Nairobi, or a brother in Montego Bay, or brothers on South Central, you know, that's, that's why it's so important to have Kwanzaa. If, if we, if these brothers were all in sequence, you know, in our thoughts and minds, how we deal with the world, we, we take over. And the other folks know it, but our people just don't know it or, or don't care to know it. Well, that's why we have WOLB, the Media One Network. That's why we have the Carl Nelson Show. This is a point of reference for many of us, and we appreciate, appreciate love what you do and what everyone who contributes to your programs do for us all. We're going to be building on that. It's going to be a tough, tough year ahead. In our second hour, I hope to be able to illuminate some of the things happening that said this is going to be a really difficult year. But just like, you know, 
uh, well, my latest book is called Forged by Fire. And that's how you make steel. The fire must get very, very hot until you remove the impurities. And we're on a course of making steel out of our global demographic dividend. All right, let's let's talk about the continent because uh, you've been telling us that Africa's rising, and we we somehow m- must get involved with this phenomenon. We've got to jump in before the other groups uh, jump in, and the other groups are already there. And now the Saudis are the latest uh, group, latest countries now because we had the Russians and we had the Chinese. Now the Saudis with their money uh, moving into the continent. Is there room for us? Is there time for us? Absolutely, beyond a shadow of a doubt. We have a lot more time than what many of us imagine. And that comes again to demographics. The youngest nations in the world, I've recently been doing a lot, of, a lot more updating of demographics, these number, people numbers and how they change and what those changes mean. Of the 35 most youngest nations, not most youngest, the 35 youngest nations on the planet, all but two of them are African continental nations. And of those two um, that are not continental, uh, well, three, I should say, because one is Yemen. But from my research, Yemen is an extension of the ancient Aksum Empire, which was northeast Africa. So Yemen, in many ways, and even if you look at the people, resembles the same people across the Straits of Aden, which are Eritreans, Ethiopians, people from Somalia, Djibouti. So of the other two countries, that have the youngest populations, they are Afghanis and Palestinians. So we understand there's a dynamic happening with demographics on this planet. But yeah, there's great reason to be hopeful. The United Nations declared this, the 21st century, to be the African century. Unfortunately, Carl, they didn't really come to us as communities and tell us what that truly means. That's why I'm here. That's why I do the work that I do. All right. Well, help Can us I out. Share with you, yeah, go ahead. Can I share with you, I'm, I just started a new paper. I do these major papers that end up, end, many times end up being significant sections of the book. This one uh, from yesterday is entitled More Deaths Than Births for Blacks in the United States. And I'm only going to share just one paragraph. It's about a uh, five-page or so document. What is the annual birth rate of African-Americans? per 100,000. According to the latest data from the CDC, the annual birth rate of non-Hispanic black women in the United States was 61.4 births per 100,000 women in 2019 and 56 births per 100,000 women in 2020. This means that there was a decline of 8.8% in the birth rate of this group from 2019 to 2020. The CDC also reports that the general fertility rate of non-Hispanic black women was a lifetime rate of 1.675 births per 1,000. That's a TFR, how many births a woman will have in her lifetime. That is a TFR of 1.67. While uh, that was a, while in it was 1.598 births per 1,000, which is a 1.6 TFR for women in 2020, a 4.6 decline in total fertility rate year on year. 
And when we understand what this means, and I trace this back going from 1960, I trace the decades, and then I trace it year by year from 2010 on, we cannot sustain decade after decades a significant percentage fertility decline. We cannot sustain even faster rates of decline now since I started calculating them year on year. You've heard about my book. The prediction is in the title. It's called Fade to Black, The Passing of a Great Race. So we want the people to understand this research, this demographic data research that I do. I've been doing it since the early 1990s. And we're going to have to put this in the hands of a competent leadership. As individuals, we cannot solve these problems. It's going to take a competent leadership with significant resources to engineer another pathway so we can be on track with our African continental family. All right, 17 after the top there. What's behind those numbers, though, Brother Keedy? You know, we see the numbers, and are we, as a people, mirroring or try to copy, mimic uh, white, white society? Is that because their numbers have been on the decline for quite some time? Is this, what, is this what's the essence of what you're telling us? Partially so. We could refer to what's called the Stockholm Syndrome. When they kidnapped, people start to take on the values of their kidnappers. But partially it is, well, in the book, Fade to Black, the first chapter is called Eugenics, Genocide, and Race Suicide. So all three components are in play with our U.S.-based African population. Eugenics, meaning the deliberate orchestration to lower our birth rate. And they, they put this in print in the 1944 book, An American Dilemma. The Negro problem in modern democracy, when they talked about how to get rid of us, because they said the majority of white Americans desired to be as few Negroes as possible in America, later to decide the best way to do it was to control birth. The genocide factor cannot ever be removed from the equation because there's just so much evidence. There was a 1951 document filed before the United Nations in Paris called We Charge Genocide. And in the book, Fade to Black, I do include the entirety of that statement, we charge genocide, as one of the appendices of the book. And thirdly, race suicide. There are a spectrum of behaviors that we have taken on kind of as a subculture. And these behaviors are degenerate, they're deviant, and they cause a significant high death rate amongst our people. In the book, I have a chapter called The Mist of Black Lives Matters. And when we start to compare these behaviors that we have taken on, such as what's called internecine violence, meaning brother killing brother, when we take on our relationship with a medical pharmaceutical drug establishment and their extremely high rate of introducing premature deaths to black people in the United States, it's so high, it's shocking. And then when we look at the attrition of abortion over 57, now going into 58 years, or completing 58 years, our abortion rate itself may be the single greatest factor that contributed to the ultimate outcome of the book, Fade to Black, The Passing of a Great Race, because we lost 42 million people by participating in that. Well, well let me ask you this, Brother Keedy, uh, 20 minutes after the time there. Is, is this done by 
is this is this organic or is there somebody there pushing the, these buttons that forces us that we don't know subconsciously to be following and doing what they do the very themes of eugenics and genocide that form the title of the first chapter of faith the black indicate this is being orchestrated from outside it's a complex theory that puts all these things together but it's a, a, a thing that comes to play called cumulative causation. And we have seen enough progress in significant areas of our individual and our collective lives to have put us on an upward trajectory. But there's been a constant pushback, pushback. Sometimes we'll progress in one area and there'll be a severe pushback in another area that takes us down. Giving an example of that, we're talking about economics and family wealth. Actually, we've had plenty of opportunities to put that onto a track, a course, which would be par to other ethnic groups in this country. But there has been a significant pushback, not only across the economic spectrum, but in health. During the three years of the pandemic, the black death rate year on year went up so dramatically. Carl, normally we've seen black death rate or the number of deaths go up to 100,000, go up by sometimes one, sometimes 3%, which is very dramatic. During those three years, the first year or so of it, the black death rate went up 25%. That is shocking. That is something one would expect to see over the course of maybe four decades. And it happened in two years. We have to ask the question, was this real or was this orchestrated? So who do you attribute it to? What's your research um, on I have a book out. The book came out actually four months after the pandemic was announced and started. It was, of course, announced the end of January 2020. The book came out the last day of May. The book is called Panic, what the coronavirus pandemic tells us about the state of the world. And beyond a shadow of a doubt, not only was it orchestrated, but we do the best we can to name the names I dare kind of uh, kind of hide from talking about that right now because it's much too complex to try and rush through the explanations about what is a virus our virus is alive where where did this doggone toilet paper shortage crisis come from it's amazing the confessions we have now from people who said essentially and i put these confessions in the new book you said essentially the toilet paper crisis was a orchestrated demonstration of what a national shortage crisis would look like. So what you're saying, this was sort of a test run for something they're planning in the future? Uh, it's something that they do constantly. They not only pull these things off, but they will actually do a demonstration of what it's all about. There was an event, um, I think it was called Event 201, and I could be wrong about that, that was actually staged in two months or so before the pandemic began. And if we look at that uh, health crisis exercise, it was the same thing. It was just a blueprint. They ran this exercise and a couple of months later, the exercise actually took place in real time. It was too close of a definition, demonstration of what was done to be just dismissed as an accident. No, this was the same thing. So 24 after the top there, what's the end game? What are they trying to achieve? And who are they? They. <laughs> the man. You know about the man. 
It's a complicated question. Who are they? They are, I call them, I refer to them as the oligarchy. Others refer to them as the deep state. Others refer to them as the uh, orchestrators of the billionaire class. There are many different ways of identifying them. You could identify them as the Davos Group, the World Economic Forum, and certain uh, population controllers who we've known about for some time, which include the Rockefellers, Ted Turner, Warren Buffett, Bill Gates. Oprah Winfrey's name actually has shown up on that list. And I looked deeper and I said, yeah, she, her name belongs on that list as well. So we could look at who they are and what they do, and they don't all act the same. We've got to understand that. We can trace them back to the early 1950s. We can trace them back to the 40s. I traced them back to the 1930s with a de group of demographic scientists who predicted that at current population growth rates, especially after the 1924 National Immigration Act, which checked off un or a closed off unchecked flow from Europe into America, they said that by the mid 21st century, according to demographics and fertility rates, black people would become the dominant majority population in the United States. And absolutely, you know, they couldn't have that. So that was 1937. By 1944, An American Dilemma, the book has been completed and put on the desk of Franklin Roosevelt, financed by the Carnegie Corporation. And on page 167, they stated, the majority of white Americans desire that there be as few Negroes as possible in America. On page 173 pages later, they then laid out six scenarios of how to pull this off. They said killing us off would be impractical, exporting us would be impractical because most blacks prefer to stay and fight it out here. They said in the ultimate, in the, in the long run, the only way to reduce black population would be by controlling fertility. But they said it will have to be stated as for other reasons other than reducing the black population. So since, since these other reasons that come along become things like killer STDs, as well as propagating, not just propagating abortion across the country, the Negro Project from Margaret Sanger is a clear example of targeting black people for population control, but also recruiting us to advocate for our own demise. Now we see why so many black women have become so prime and so precious to the pro-abortion movements because we have been, as a group, the primary target of it. And so it's good to have what they call indigenous voices advocating for these policies. All right, let me ask you this question at 28 after the top of the hour. Do they have to redo those numbers now? We've got an influx of Hispanics, and they are known to have more uh, children than any other group. They, they stay together. They're more, uh, you know, family-oriented. Do they have to refigure uh, their, their numbers now because of the growing Hispanic uh, population in this country? Yes, and that's a, a very important question. Thank you for asking. Not only do they have to redo their numbers because of Hispanics coming in the country. I had to do re redo our numbers because they, in the U.S. Census, they brought in this categorization of Hispanic in 1980, but they talk about non-Hispanic whites and non-Hispanic blacks, which means ultimately they know that these non-Hispanic or that many of these Hispanics 
are going to culturally become whites in three generations. And many of these Hispanics are what we call Afro-Latinos. Well, if we see ourselves as a global African population, I claim African Latinos or Afro-Latinos, Afro-Latinas as my family, as we family. And now we've added... But, but, hold on right there, Brother Keedy. But do they claim themselves to be part of us? Do they, or are they still, do they say they're, they're Hispanic first or, or, you know, or Dominican or Puerto Rican first or, or Cuban first or, or, and, and black second? How do they see themselves? Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. According to an article I've acquired from a Philadelphia-based Latino uh, news outlet, 14 million, that includes their children, claim Afro-Latino heritage. The problem is, is that we as Africans in America, especially because so many of us are locked into only one language, we don't claim them. We reject them. There are some 4.73 million immigrants from African countries living amongst us here in the United States. Do we really go out of our way to claim the Senegalese of Harlem, the Nigerians of Houston, and many Afro-Latinos that are from Puerto Rico, Dominican Republic, Central South America, do we really claim them, invite them to our houses for, for family gatherings and things? If we don't do that, then we don't get the benefit of having this extra 14 million that we could add to our population. And you know what, at 30 at the time, there are people listening say, well, they stick to themselves. You know, they, they, they do business with themselves. They hang out with themselves. They don't hang out with us. They don't, they don't, and, and they'll probably add, they think they're better than us. And they'll add that kind of stuff. How do you deal with that situation? Mm, well, we understand they're saying the exact same thing. Carl, you've been to African motherland, and I bet you've experienced what I've experienced on virtually every trip I've been there. Every time I go there within days, Somebody invites me to their home for dinner. And now when I speak to, when I meet up with Africans who are, have immigrated, living within the United States, and I ask them, how many times have African-Americans invited you to their home for dinner? Carl, unfortunately, I think you know what the answer to that question almost always is. Never. But, but, yeah, but the, we, we do that amongst ourselves. We, we, don't, we don't invite people that we, that we don't know. You know, just say, hey, why don't you come over and have dinner for you? Because, you know, you're being, well, what's, what's the motive? So the ulterior motive here for someone just, you know, like you said, Africa, they do. They just say, hey, come on, let's have dinner. Let's talk. They, they open their, their homes to you and their hearts and say, hey, come on in. Let, let's have a conversation. We don't do this here. Is, is, that, is that part of we locked into the, the European culture? This blocking us from doing that? No, Europeans do it. Unfortunately, European people in America will invite strangers into their houses. I do this. 
Um, one of my my partner used to joke. He said, "Yeah, Keedy, he's the only guy I know. He go to the grocery store and walking down the toilet paper aisle before he gets to the end of the aisle, he's invited somebody over to have dinner with us. We do it. Those of us who know who we are, know our destiny, and know there is strength in numbers. We do this." European people in America are actually pretty good at doing this. The problem is, is it's become a tradition and a value of a subculture that has been scientifically engineered for us. This subculture that has been scientifically engineered for us, Carl, does not work for our best self-interest. So we have two options. We continue that behavior and go down with it, or we decide to plan to change that behavior And we bring forward our team for social engineering, and we change that behavior in our general population. Right now, our social engineering team has yet to assemble itself. Maybe by the end of the program today, we can start that process because we need a social engineering team going into 2024. One of the first things we're going to do with our social engineering team is regard the Gregorian calendar and the culture that follows it to not necessarily be one that fits our destiny. What year is it, Carl? Yeah, 2024, Brother Kitty. But so many of our folks, are, we're addicted to white. We're talking, we're coming off Christmas here. And, you know, you go through the stores and you've <laughs> been looking online and they got their children sitting on Santa Claus, white Santa Claus's lap and that kind of stuff. And we, and we see that. How Because those folks are so far gone. You know, how do we reel them in? Because they, they, don't, they don't see it as being destructive to the culture. And, and people argue and say, no, because, you know, they, they, they don't know they, they want to be white. They don't know that they're, they're, they're still in, in that sunken place. And when you're in, in that sunken place, and we've all been there, you don't know that you're there until some, you get the wake-up call. So how do we wake them up? One of the first things we're going to do to wake them up is assemble a leadership team to do specific goals, such as what you're just articulating. In my ideal mind, and I am part of these teams, I am part of think tanks, and I appreciate that, I really do. But one of the things I have in mind is primary towards the same is the restoration of literacy. Carl, your parents, grandparents, my parents, grandparents, raised their, themselves and their families up with literacy. We could look at Booker T. Washington's excellent book, which should be in all of our libraries, all of our children should read it, Up From Slavery. And it was literacy, the pursuit of literacy, and the struggle that the family went through to achieve this literacy that became the foundation for this giant Booker T. Washington and the Tuskegee uh, model to raise amongst us. We're going to restore the values of our ancestors, what we call Sankofa, ourselves. Amongst the most important things to go back and retrieve, Carl, is not just the ability to read, but the passion for literacy that raises families, that raises generations. We can do that. Yeah, but oftentimes, Brother Keaty, we don't. We rely on somebody to tell us something, and we without we researching what that person said because we like the person, we believe it and run with it, and amplify what they said because they like that person. But anyway, we got some I, folks want to talk to you, Brother Keaty. Hold that thought. 
I'll tell you what, we've got to take a quick break. When we come back, Paul's calling us from the UK. Um, Happy New Year, Paul. We'll talk to you in a minute. We've got to take a short break here. We'll be back in four minutes, though, right here in Baltimore on 1010 WOLB and also in the DMV or on FM 95.9 and AM 1450 WOL, where information is power. Good morning again, family. It's uh, 18 minutes away from the top there with our guest, the multi-talented researcher, Brother Kiti Owadu. Before we go back to Brother Kiti, let me just remind you, coming up in the next few days, you're going to hear from the Minister of Wellness, Nathaniel Jordan will join us. Also, clinical psychologist, Dr. Jerome Fox will be here. You know him from his best-selling book, Addicted to White, The Oppressed in League with the Oppressor, Shame-Based Alliance. Also, the warrior attorney from... uh, Baltimore, Jay Randall Gordon will be joining us as well, along with criminal defense and constitutional attorney, A. Dwight Pettit. So if you're in Baltimore, make sure your radio's locked in real tight on 1010 WOLB. If you're in the DMV, we're on FM 95.9 and AM 1450 WOL. Before we left, we're speaking with Brother Keedy. Of course, he's our guest this hour, and Paul is calling us from London town. So good morning, Paul, and Happy New Year. Grand rising to you, Baba Kwesi, and, and grand rising to your guest, uh, Chef Kiti. You know, uh, I don't know if you're aware, Baba Kwesi, but I know uh, your guests are certainly aware. He's a regular uh, caller to our local station in uh, the UK, Galaxy Fiwi. They call themselves the only brainwashing, de-brainwashing station. Um, and it's it's funny because just this morning, just this morning for some reason I was thinking about the interactions uh, I feel that you in America the African so-called African Americans have with outsiders um, with uh, people who come from West Africa etc etc and just in what he said earlier on he confirmed a lot of things which I was speculating with he actually confirmed them for me um, and I was having this debate and just this morning. I tell you no lies. Um, and it, I, I think it sparks from the last time Chef Keat was on the radio, which was last week, very recently, on our local radio. He had an interaction. He'll remember it. I won't go into it too much, but he knows. He had an interaction with a brother from um, the Congo, an African brother who was born in the Congo but um, lives in the UK. And I found that very interesting the interaction he had with him. Um, and it made me think that, uh, you know, I would like on your side of the pond, a simple, humble re- uh, request for more people from the African continent in America to be on these platforms. Because um, on this side of the UK, we get a lot of it. And uh, it really opens the mind to the reality because sometimes I feel and I don't mean this disrespecting Fred but a lot of us have a romantic view of who we are a really rom- uh, 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 romantic I don't even <sighs> hate to say it but I don't even sometimes feel it's realistic and I think we need to interact more just like you, you were proposing we really do need to interact be part of groups I mean I, I, I'm part of certain groups I've joined political groups who, who emanate out of the continent and trust me, man, yeah, I, we ain't got enough time to go into the reality of what's really, how I perceive what's going on and how they really feel about each other. And, it, you know, we, we really do need to open up to each other and 
Um, invite, I mean, just in the homes is a good thing. But, but sit down and listen to each other. Radio can be one part of that. Um, going to the homes is another part of that. The groups, because often when these people come, they form their own groups for whatever reason. It could be a political group, social group, economic group. And we do need to be part of these things. To, to you know, so let me just say this: Chef Chef Key does a fantastic job, and um, he's a fantastic example of someone who travels the world and fully grasps what's um, happening. And he, he, you know, it's 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 a, he does a fantastic contribution, and uh, this platform is fantastic. So thanks, thanks. I haven't really got a question, but I'm just 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 to confirm that. Thank All right, you thanks, much. Paul. Brother Key, do you want to respond to anything that Paul said? Um, Paul made some very salient points. We do need to have better avenues of communication across the pan-African spectrum. One of the beautiful things I love about being in contact with our brothers and sisters on the cloudy in the cloudy country, which is what I call UK, or I call it otherwise United Kemet, is that there are some brilliant, brilliant scholars. I think you've had. Um, Robin Walker on your program, Brother Carl, is a book. Um, uh, what's the name of the book right now? Ugh, I can't think of it. One of the great books in my library. I'll think about it. I'll think of the name when I stop thinking about it. But there are some brilliant scholars there. Yet at the same time, we have to understand. Uh, yeah, when we rule. Thank you very much. When we have to understand also, we're going to have to, as African people, engage more scientifically, which is why I'm very proud to be what we call a scientific futurism, following in the model, following the steps of Dr. Calestus Juma, who was the premier scientific futurist for our generation, praise be his ancestral name. And we're going to do a better job of orchestrating our people, not based upon our feelings, not based upon our emotions. I recall the engagement that we had there with a brother from the Congo and, you know, respect to all of our African born population, as Peter Tosh said, no matter where you come from, if you're a black man, if you're a black woman, you are an African and that's how we build. But I particularly love data based analysis. And that was, I think, kind of at the heart of that of that conversation. And it's the heart of all the conversations I bring that Carl Nelson welcomes me on the program. Because he, I think, Carl, and I'm speaking for you, I think you do appreciate people who bring hard facts, who bring data that can be used to liberate our people from our myriad of struggles. Right. As, as a trained journalist, that's all we deal with, facts, you know, not feelings. You know, sometimes the facts gets in the way and feelings because people get up in their feelings. Uh, they can't accept the fact, you know, the, the facts. Some people are so tied to what they believe in and they get new information and they still they still refuse to believe the new information. They still hang on to you know what somebody told them, and because it makes them feel comfortable. So that that that's an issue. But you know, f from my standpoint, that's that's an issue they have to deal with because we're all over there. Some t at one point, you know, in our journey, we're all over there. You know, we, we just uh, you know, have uh, stepped up in the classroom, but not everybody has done that. And there's a lot of people still we need we need to inspire, Brother Keedy. So I want to thank Paul for his call. Though I want to keep on going at ten minutes away from the top. Yeah, okay. Go ahead. Can I just put in this point right, very short. I won't be long. Uh, uh, Chef Keaty, you kind of you kind of ruined my world a little bit when you when you, you said you can do a hundred press ups without stopping, and your 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 
uh, 10 years plus older than me and I thought I was doing well by doing 25, four sets of 25 and stopping. And I thought I was on my way, but wow, uh, you know, you're doing well. And whatever you're doing, please let us know. Thank you very much. Take care. Well, I actually, I actually do teach this, Paul, in the book called Big Up Manhood. Now, yesterday, since you mentioned it, yesterday I set my record. I've done 10 days in a row of 300 plus in the first setup. So I do three sets a day that add up to 500. Yesterday's first set was 325. So thank you for bringing up that point and allowing me to brag about my physical conditioning at age 68. All right, and, wow. and he keeps referring to a chef, Katie. But we know that you're a multi-talented, also a musician, and 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 doing a lot of research as well. But brother Key, I guess the folks in the UK know you as Chef Keaty, correct? That's right. That's right. Yeah, I love my UK family. I, it's been too long since I've been there, but I'm definitely due to return back to United Kemet this coming year. We've got a lot more work to do together. And, you know, we've got quite a few listeners there over there. But I hear from them from emails and, and tweets. Uh, they haven't figured out how to, how to get through. There's some sort of trick they got to go through that, that, uh, that Paul knows how to get through. And he was trying to tell them how to get through the calling. But they always tweet or they always send me emails. There's a, quite a few in, in Manchester, England. So when next time you go to the U.K., Brother Kitty, go up to Manchester, go up to Moss Side. That's, that's our neck of the woods. Our folks live. Let's just put it that way. Because uh, uh, those people love to hear from you as well next time you go to the uk but anyway we're going to keep on going um eight away from hey, the top yeah go ahead if, if i could have your permission carl can i take one minute sure today we acknowledge the ancestral ascendants of one of the brilliant pan-african scholars of our generation dr kamal cambone he had migrated to ghana for the last years of his carnal existence his story accomplishments and legacy is long and detailed in his wake, his family will continue to project Baba's bold visions. Praise be the eternal name of our beloved Kamal Kambon. I will forever remember my friend, our comrade, and inspiring warrior. May his heart be judged as light as a feather on the scales of Ma'at. May his journey through the underworld into the hall of the great ancestors be sweet and swift. Baba Kamal Kambon lives on. Yeah, he was one of our calls when we first started here on WOL before we migrated to, uh, to Ghana. I think we got to take a break. We got to take a break and we come back. We're going to take the break. All right, we come back. Carl in Palm Beach uh, County, Florida wants to join our conversation. You can do the same thing, folks. Reach out to us. You want to speak to Brother Keedy at 800-450-7876. Your phone calls in four minutes right here in Baltimore on 1010 WOLB. In the DMV, we're on FM 95.9 and AM 1450. WOL, where information is power. Keep And good morning, family. Minute after the top of the hour, Habari Ghani, 
And it's the final day of Kwanzaa. And the uh, principle for today is faith, Imani. That's the uh, key Swahili word, Imani. And it means faith. So we, you know, practice all the seven principles of Kwanzaa throughout the year. Also, Happy New Year. Forgot to remember that. It is a Happy New Year. Got a note here from Tony Brown. I'm going to read, read to you later. But let's uh, go to uh, Brother Keaty's our guest. And let's go to uh, Carl, who's been holding for a minute. He's calling from Palm Beach County in Florida. He's online, too. Happy New Year, Carl. But that's it, Brother Carl and Brother Kitty, and that to our family. But early on, the question was posed, um, who are the they that we, we always talk about? And to those of us on this side of the pond, we should understand by now that these are systems that are operating inside of America. And we have to always, as uh, blacks in America, have to remember, they drop crack on our community. They drop guns on our community. They drop the media on our community. They took away our housing. They're redeveloping. We got to tell our family um, some of the activity that has been taking place here in the bounds of North America and who has been orchestrating that kind of stuff. I think if we did that, we would establish some kind of real truth. I look at what that lady, um, the, the female that's running for president, how she ran into the idea of slavery and having to um, back up and do different things based upon her ignorance. As we know that most people inside of America, all on the planet, uh, they had that same kind of ignorance. So I'm hoping that as we um, move forward, that we could tell our, our family about Counter-Terror and other organized uh, structures that was designed to impede our progress. Like you mentioned um, early child, I mean, the, the Planned Parenthood and all of these other things. And, and particularly, Brother Keaton, the food that we are now being presented with. And when we look at they're making um, HD food um, and all that kind of stuff, I think we need to tell some of our family members that might not have the opportunity or the intelligence, we need to figure out ways in order to get that information to them that possibly we might be able to stop that hemorrhaging that you were talking about, that death that's upon us. And if I can get your help, Brother Keita, and I'll leave, this, leave with this, I, I'm down here in Florida fighting um, um, DeSantis and um, public education. And I hail from Palm Beach County, which they call it exemplary. I need some help down here because I believe that we have some tools in place and some real structured ways to uh, address um, the educational foundation in the United States. And we need people like them to you that have the ability to do the uh, research and the analytical look at it. And I'm, I'm hoping that today, um, as we chart a course for success for our family, I'm hoping that we can really make an attempt to work together. Uh, and, and relieve ourselves of, of the burden. And we need our lawyers um, because I think this is going to be a great year of us suing people and, and getting uh, the courts and everything else uh, clarified so that we could really have some real structure. And I just, while you was talking, man, you inspired me to, uh, to call Brother Keith. All right. Thanks, Carl. Oh, and thank yeah. you. Thank you, yeah, Brother yeah. Carl. And. Uh, it's great to be talking to Carl's. Carl's always inspire me. I would look forward to collaborating, cooperating with you. You can contact me through my website, kidi.biz, K-E-I-D-I.biz. And one of the reasons I write these books, and there are 53 of them published now, is that these are supposed to be reference bases for those who are the real vanguard leadership. My masthead says, this is cutting-edge research to serve an emerging leadership. So I'd be glad to work with you, Brother Carl. 
Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. All right. And you know what he was talking about, Brother Keedy? Uh, he, was, he was referring to Nikki Haley. Nikki Haley, of course, running for the Republican the nominee, for the presidential nominee, ignoring slavery as the cause of the Civil War. And I think, you know, we just can't skate over that because I think what, what Nikki Haley said when her response to the cause of the Civil War is when white America thinks, you know, slavery, for them, slavery didn't exist. You, you, you talk about Carl come from Palm Beach County, DeSantis area, DeSantis pounced on it. And he's the one who said that uh, we, we benefit from slavery. slavery. Slavery helped us develop skills. So we, we, these are the issues that we can't ignore. So I want to get your response to that. Carl. I'll be real frank with you. I ignore Nikki Haley. I ignore DeSantos. I ignore the Republican Party framework. I ignore the Democratic Party framework. Because when I step back and look at the macro of what is happening on this planet and the relationship of European domination on this planet going back 500 years, going back to the time when the Greeks, followed by the Romans, invaded the Nile Valley, I see that there's a much bigger macro picture now uh brother brothers carl i ignore nikki haley but i do not ignore the 24 countries around the planet that have now reached negative population growth rates dr francis chris welsing talked about this quite a bit the fear of white genetic annihilation this is happening in real time Nikki Haley probably knows this, but is not going to bring this up. So therefore, her energies are to direct us away from realizing our great demographic advantage on this planet and the ultimate power of Pan-Africanism to trump everything that they do. Whoever gets elected president in the United States in 2024, inaugurated in 2025, is going to inherit a big doggone mess as the de-dollarization is going to be amplified today's the first day of the BRICS expansion from five countries to 11 and those 11 countries have significant holdings in u.s federal reserve notes and bonds and this de-dollarization move is going on around the planet it's a major game changer nikki haley cannot talk about that i can talk about that so uh, forgive me, Brother Carl, but brothers, Carl, but I have no thoughts whatsoever about anything Nikki Haley says. All right. We respect you on that one. Eight after the top they are. But let's talk about the continent then. That's, you know, there's, there's been a... I think a revival of people visiting or want to go or or to relocate to the to the continent. We saw that Kenya is now. It says we can come without a visa. Do you see this is this something that's going to happen across the entire continent, or is it just in the eastern part of the continent? 
Yeah, Carl, you got me excited with that question. I got goosebumps because this is the new trend. Give thanks and praises to all of those Pan-Africans who've worked for centuries to, bri- to build these bridges that are now becoming more and more available for us to cross and to build this glorious future, this global empire I call the great Swahili empire, which will be the greatest empire the world has ever known, is being built in real time in our time. Give thanks and praises to the leadership of the West African nation of Ghana for the year of return 2019, which has turned into something much larger. There's still a lot of work to do. All of the African countries that have come under my radar, my focus of attention, are all saying the same thing. They're calling across the diaspora, come home, we're here, we have plenty of land, we're going to help you to settle in. There are many people, such as Obadele Kambon, who is working hard to help those who want to come to Ghana. He's working hard to get you oriented. He and his mother, they lead the annual Sankofa journey to bring people from the diaspora back to the mother continent. Uh, Africa for the Africans doing a wonderful job. We have these functional Pan-Africans now delivering a new future for us. I am convinced that my relocation to the East African community, which now, Carl, has added Somalia to its other seven members, expected to add Ethiopia and Djibouti in the next two years, And in a third year from now, they're going to be creating the East African Federation, which will become the third most populous nation on the planet, Africa's first superpower state. So we're, the bridges are being built. We're doing the best we can to make sure that our end of the bridge over here is strong. We're doing technology transfer, education systems, healthcare systems. Uh, I'm looking forward to building longevity research institutions on five East African college campuses. That's one of my primary missions, and I'm doing a lot of work on that. We're going to do our part to build this great global Swahili empire. And so I'm always happy to hear questions like the one you just shared. All right, let me ask to the top. Yeah, this economic alliance that's being formed in East Africa, is this, to, is this sort of a, a to buffer? Because we mentioned, we talked about it earlier, that we know the Chinese are there, the Russians are there, and now the Saudis are, are coming into the continent. Is, is this to, to sort of repel them from taking over at least that part of Africa? Oh, yes. That's a very good point that you make. Because many of our people, unfortunately, when they speak about what is happening in Africa, they can't even imagine that African leadership has deep insights about the macro, the long term of what is happening across their countries. But I can assure you it's quite the opposite. Africa has some brilliant leaders. I am particularly fond of a number of them, such as Abiy Ahmed of Ethiopia, um, the late John Magufuli of Tanzania, uh, President William Ruto, of Kenya appears to be one of the brightest lights that shined on the continent since the era of the Julius and Rare race, Kenneth Kwandes, Kwame Nkrumah, Seko Toure, and so many others. Praise be their eternal names. We have this third generation of leadership has now come into power. Uh, looking across the Sahel with the coup d'etats that have taken place, they are throwing the French out and pressuring the Americans to take their military assets off the African continent. The rise of this brilliant light appears to be the spiritual son of the great Thomas Sankara. That's Ibrahim Traore of Burkina Faso. 
There is great reason for us to be excited. I look across Ghana and Senegal and Cote d'Ivoire and Rwanda and all across the continent, including the rise of Julius Mulema in South Africa. And we can see a brilliant light is happening on the continent. As my book, Africa Rising, says in the subtitle, dawn is breaking over Africa. That light we see in the east, that's our future. That's our destiny. And speaking about that at 13 at the time there, Brother Keith, is it because we, there's another generation coming to force on the continent? And, you know, as you mentioned, they kicked out the French. The uh, French just co- closed one of its, its, its embassy in Niger. And the Francophone African nations are, are waking up. You know, they're not doing politics of, of their fathers and grandfathers. This is a new generation of young people on the continent, and they, and they want to run the continent for the continent, not for the, the former uh, European uh, colonizers. We've seen a sort of rebirth. Are we seeing a similar rebirth here with our young people stepping up? Unfortunately, Carl, it's going just the opposite direction for Afri Amers. In the background to today's conversation, I put together a lot of data, and uh, we're not doing very well. Literacy rates amongst our young people have declined rather significantly. The culture impacting our young people I wrote about originally in the book, Rap, Hip Hop, and the New World Order, and that this culture was being formed to be anti-family, anti-fertility. It was this Chaos, planned chaos in youth music culture. Well, I tell you what, hold that thought right there, because I want you to get deep into that, because this is important, because I think our people, we're going through the motions, Brother Keaty, but we don't understand the ramifications of what's going on. So so many of us, are, and again, I hate to be going using a Dr. Fox's term, addicted to white, but I want you to get really dig deep into that when we get back. We've got to take a quick break here at 14 after the top. I'll be back in four minutes, though, right here in Baltimore on 1010 WOLB, and the DMV we're on FM 95.9 and AM 1450. W-O-L, or information is power. Family, Imani, this final day of, of, of Kwanzaa. Imani means faith. Also, Happy New Year. First day of the 2024, and our guest is Brother Kitty. Brother Kitty is a researcher. Before we left for the last break, we're discussing the fact that uh, young African brothers and sisters on the continent are waking up. They're standing up to, to authority, throwing out the last vestiges of, of slavery or co- uh, colonization. So what's going on in Niger, where they uh, chased the French out. The French, uh, France finally just closed their embassy there. We've seen this change a lot with the francophone nations on the continent and these are all young people who are making these changes and if anyone who's listening hasn't been to africa make this put this on you on your list for 2024 just any african country just visit any african state if you will uh, and put that on your bucket list for, for 2024 but, but brother Keaty, before we left you're saying you're not seeing our young people invigorated and trying to make change like like we see our african brothers and sisters are doing explain I had mentioned that I had covered this in great depth in much of my earlier work. In 1996, the book, two books came out, Rich, well, 96 and 97. The first book was called Mind Control. And in there, I had a chapter, which was a theme I had been working on for several years, the Trojan Horse Analysis, the 12 recurrent negative themes in popular rap and hip-hop videos. Later, that chapter opened up to an entire book called rap, hip-hop, and the New World Order. And in that book, I, I introduced a number of themes of what was taking place 
amongst our young people, especially beginning in the early 1980s. We talked about things such as social engineering. I opened up the book with a chapter called Population Wars, Culture Wars, that towards the aim of overall population strategies, control of birth, etc., that they said turned into culture wars because culture ultimately becomes the ultimate determinant of individual and group behavior. So socially engineering a culture that will affect the childbearing age population of your targeted group is a very powerful technique to control population. We talked about, and then when we look at what was, we were seeing in the videos, it's becoming, unfortunately, much, much worse. We see this almost bacchanal mentality. Bacchanal is uh, a worship of the, of the Roman god Bacchus, which is really translate to almost the word orgy. And when we look at this bacchanal, bacchanalian behavior, is taking place within our uh, childbearing age youth in these, this video culture, et cetera, it's degenerate. The thing about it is, is the more we see this sexual degrade, degradation, the degradations of relationships between males and females, the degeneration moving into all of these gender ambiguous categories. When we look at the numbers, Carl, you know, I'm a database man of all of the groups in the United States across the generations from the greatest generation to the baby boomers, generation X, Y, and now Z, the greatest commitment towards homosexual behavior is actually amongst young black girls aged 13 and under are leading that category. Now, how in the world could that happen? Their great-great-grandmothers didn't engage in this behavior. It's because it's been socially engineered and let me tell you, the behavior of the males of that generation is driving more and more of these young girls to become hostile to building relations with them that ultimately lead to family and the preservation of our people. We can turn this around, but if we don't understand what's going on, if we don't know the details and see these patterns in real time, we can't do anything except for just react and lament, bitterly complain that we're losing literacy, we're losing health, we're losing our young people, we're losing fertility. A couple more points I want to make. Back to these demographic numbers. What was the population growth rate for black people, native-born black people in the U.S. from 1960 to 2000 and the years 2010 through 2022? I'm just going to give you the brief. For the decade 1960 to 1969, the average growth rate for native-born blacks was 2.6% per year. Fast forward to the latest year of this data for 2022, the growth rate was 1.3% per year. So that's been cut in half. But wait a minute, Carl, compare this to white people, we can see why they are in such a crisis and why Nikki Haley and other voices may be needed at this time to try and put white women on track. What is the population growth rate for native-born whites for the years 60 through 69? The average growth rate for native-born whites was 1.3% per year. Fast forward to the latest year, the data is available. For the year 2022, the growth rate was 0.0%. 0 
Dr. Francis Cress Welsing always reminded us the great fear of genetic annihilation. It's happening in real time. Carl, do you expect Nikki Haley to bring this up during her political campaign? Of course not, because that's the fear of a black planet. And it's not just uh, American whites, it's, it's white people on the entire planet. <laughs> They're not reproducing fast enough. And, and, and that's the problem with them, because the other groups are. Well, many of us are following them. We're, we're, we're addicted to white, as, as, you, as we talked about earlier. So what they do, we try to mimic them. You know, we, we don't have... But let me ask you this, though. You, you talked about the, the degeneration of, uh, with our young people, especially our young women. And what we see, not in movies, in, in videos of the, and what they're doing. Are they doing that voluntarily or are they getting some help from someone? Or do they understand how the impact it's having on our community, on us as a people? Because people will see these videos of somebody from Czechoslovakia, somebody from Nairobi will see it. And they'll think that all African-Americans and females act this way. How can we turn that around? It's called social engineering. And social engineering, believe it or not, has a rather precise formula. They are victims to social engineering. They don't understand the process of social engineering. I've written about it in my book, Kuchichagalia Villages, which, of course, Kwanzaa, Kuchichagalia means self-determination, the second day of our Nguzo Saba. But when I read this description, it takes me about less than one minute to read it. Most adults don't understand it either, Carl. So how can we expect our children who are victims, who are the product of the product of the product, to understand this when we've been degenerated intellectually first and then physically? Here's what I wrote. Sufficient financial backing for regular utilization of mass media constantly to communicate the desired objectives to the common man. New values can be deliberately created, disseminated, and adopted as personal and collective goals, highly desirable of achievement. But the concerted effort of the major social institutions, particularly the educational, recreational, and religious, must be enlisted with the ready cooperation of those in control of the mass media. By utilizing the various tested devices, our modern genius in advertising may alight upon simple phrases, well-organized in sequence and timing, and coordinated with other efforts geared to realize the grand design. But there are required a host of laborers with plenty of financial backing. That from sociologist Philip J. Allen University of Virginia. It appeared in the 1957 book, The Hidden Persuaders by Vance Packard. Carl, you know, I love my books. I've written and published 53 of my own. That was from the book called Kujichakalia Villages, a practical plan for self-determination. Last point I'll make, Carl, on that. We can do all this. Today is the close of the 61 days. This orgy of consumerism, this bacchanal of consumerism from the beginning of November through through January 1st, where we have spent on average, black people in America have spent on average $1 billion, $114 million a day for 61 days above our normal spending pattern. This bubble, we just spent $68 billion. We're going to ask the question, Carl, three months from now, 
what will we have to show for it? That's a good question. Um, but I want to pick up where you, you talked about the mass media and the impact of the mass media. And we've seen the, the movie The Color Purple was released. Uh, what was it? Uh, I think it was Christmas Day it was released. And, and record numbers. And then but it, it trailed off significantly following that. Some people are opposed to that because they say, well, they're not going to see it because it was another slave movie and it puts down black men. But then again, the people who put it on, who at the the front for the people who were putting on it, let's put it that way, and some of the people in the movie, they, they probably don't agree with what, what what I just said. There was something about that movie that, you know, they're trying to tell us. And I think most people, I want to say most people, many people picked up on it because that's why it did well opening night. And But people didn't go back and see it two or three times. I want to get your thoughts on that. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I, had, I have not been particularly attracted to the movie based upon the memory of the first movie, The Color Purple. And when they make a movie of the same name, They've got to know. I don't think that they're stupid people. They've got to know there's going to be association between the old movie and the new movie. So right off the bat, perhaps 40 to maybe 60% or more of black men in America say, I'm not going to go see that movie. I don't feel like being insulted again the way we were insulted with the first Color Purple movie. And so if they had the idea that they were going to change the paradigm that was conveyed in the first Color Purple movie, then why the hell name it the same name. It doesn't make any logical sense. If they're going to name it the same name, then it obviously means this is a continuity of the first movie. So bad marketing campaign, if you ask me. Bad name for the movie. If the movie was going to be significantly different, then don't name it the same thing. But you, the movie, you know, you know just, let's be straight, uh, Brother Kitty. The movie, you know, make, puts down black men and people saying, well, no, that's really happened in the South. A lot of that, oh, that happened in my family. And, uh, you know, but, uh, but uh, it shouldn't be, some people say it shouldn't be put on the screen. We put it on once and people were upset about it. They had these protests. But now again, it came back again. And, and it's like I said, it started off, it started off very well financially and then it, they sort of trailed off. Are they trying to tell us something with, with, with this movie? The they, are they trying to tell us something? Are you talking about the black film producers or the white media industry? Both. When we talk about they. I would say, yes, both of them are trying to tell us something. The, the self-interest of these two groups are completely different and divergent. From the perspective of black filmmakers, independent with some modicum of consciousness. I think they're trying to tell us we need to bring our problems out to the surface so we can come up with collective solutions. And that's a good thing. We encourage that. 
But when we look at the they, meaning the Hollywood film media industry, I have not seen a film. But if I were to go to film to see the, to see the film, I would bring a notepad and a pen, and I'd be taking notes throughout it. And I bet you, just like the woman king, they will insert these themes that are degenerate, such as woman-on-woman love, men-on-men love, the acceptance of these these uh, new categories of, uh, I guess, what America calls family, that they will be promoting other things such as men accept that women have more power than you. They, they keep inserting these themes, which are ultimately undermine our group's strategic pathways forward toward an empowered people. Carl, to have strong family, we got to have strong men, good economy, wage earners, and we got to have the women back out of the corporation, out of the crass consumerism, back out of that, and recenter yourself as women as the core, the center, the soul of a family. And the children become the highest priority, which is the greatest production, the greatest gift that African women have given toward our African past, present, and future. we got to have these babies, boys and the girls. All right, 24 away from the top. Yeah, Howard's joining us. He's in uh, L.A. Oh, hang on a second, Howard. They said, well, we got to take a break. We'll come back. We'll go to you first. Family, you want to join this conversation with Brother Keedy? Reach out to us at 800-450-7876. Phone calls in four minutes right here in Baltimore on 1010 WOLB. In the DMV, we're on FM 95.9 and AM 1450. WOL, where information is power. And good morning once again, family. It's uh, 19 minutes away from the top day. Happy New Year to you. And also, Abari Ghani, Imani, faith, the final day of, of Kwanzaa. And again, we say we should, you know, embrace all the principles of Kwanzaa throughout the entire year. I guess this brother Keedy, before we go back to him, let me just remind you, coming up in the, in the next few days of this f- uh, first week of the year, we're going to hear from criminal and defense attorney Dwight Pettit, also another attorney, the warrior uh, lawyer, J. Wendell Gordon, will join us, and clinical psychologist, uh, Dr. Jerome e. Fox. Also, the Minister of Wellness and Nathaniel Jordan will jump in. So, if you're in Baltimore, make sure you read us tuned into 1010 WOLB. If you're in the DMV, we're on FM 95.9 and AM 1450 WOL. Also, we got a sh- uh, shout out to our Haitian brothers and sisters. This is their Independence Day. They got their independence back in 1804. Yeah, that's when they got their independence. Also, birthday of one of our top scholars, John, a- John Henry Clark. He was born in 1915. Dr. Clark, 1915, his birthday today, the first day of the year. So I mentioned uh, before we left the break, we're going to speak with Howard Connors from Los Angeles. He's on line one. Good morning, Howard. You're on with Brother Keedy. Uh, good morning. Thank you for taking my call. It's always a pleasure hearing you, Keedy, and Happy New Year to all, all the listeners and to you and uh, uh, Keedy, Carl. Um, Keedy is one of the kind of brothers I just like to just listen to. I very seldom call and want to comment, but um, I've been always taught to shut up and just listen. You know, that's all I've done all my life, just listen. Um I was really disturbed this weekend when I saw a commercial uh, um, that dealt with all the AIDS medication that you can take and stuff. These guys just rightly French kissing each other on the screen. And that really just, just took things to my spine. That just really bothered me. That type of thing just all rightly portrayed on the screen nowadays. Um, I, I, I'd like for you to comment on that because I think that has a lot to do with our birth rate going down too. In addition to black women's uh, 
health problems dealing with it anyway, and the uh, people are, are going are looking at each other as far as uh, homosexual relationships. So I think that might be a problem with the birth rate going down in our community. I know it's going down in the white community be, behind that as well. So could you comment on that, please? Because I was really disturbed by that commercial that I saw yesterday. This is just getting, oh, gosh. Uh, I just I just want to show up and listen, Katie. Okay, Howard. I guess okay. you're disgusted well, with, with, with that commercial. Thanks for your call, by the way. Brother Katie, your response. I'm going to encourage Howard to read my 1997 book, 1998 book called Missing Assets, Cultural, Biological, Psychological Origins of Infertility. And you'll understand that not only is this commercial, but the whole promotion of killer STDs is part of the plot, part of the plan, the eugenic genocide plan to trick us into thinking that somehow heterosexual sex between us will kill us, as well as further promote the idea of the normalization of this bacchanal behavior. Now, I, <clears throat> you heard me use this word a few minutes ago, bacchanal. It's from the worship in ancient Roman times of one of the Roman gods, Bacchus. And when we look at this worship, one of the descriptions of this is secret ceremonial rites in honor of an ancient Greek or Roman deity, usually characterized by ecstatic behaviors, sexual encounters involving many people, or excessive sexual indulgence. Sex is bait. And so they're using uh, unnatural, illicit, odd type of behaviors promoted as bait to trap us into becoming fascinated with what they're doing. So how we take a deep breath. Don't let these commercials touch you, brother, because you got a mission. You have a focus. You are focused on preserving your people. And if we fall for these tricks that are put out here constantly by media under the control of the them who is in opposition to us, then we're going to be forever off track and not focusing on what we're doing with the creative talents our create, uh, that have been we've been blessed with. Get focused on what we're doing and what they do becomes less and less come right, for forcing away from the top there mark's up next he's online too calling from baltimore mark happy new year you're on with brother kitty hey brother kitty and happy new year to both of y'all you know um <coughs> excuse me carl i take a i'm 69 i take a different look um you know on sometimes on, on movies and stuff like that like the color purple um the first movie you know um, um that, that, that was a classic I think it was more about, um, like, in the Jim Crow era, uh, you know, the, the, a lot of the things that went on. Black men, um, I take my hat off to black men that, that lived in the Jim Crow era, to anybody that stayed in the South. I had family that grew up down there that stayed in the South where mostly jealous, poor white people could just embarrass you in front of your family and all that kind of stuff. And, and people don't realize that, that those guys had PTSD and all that kind of stuff. But I think it was more about, you know, um, uh, and just telling, you know, us being able to tell our story because Oprah went through that. You know, she went through that abuse and all that kind of stuff. And, and it showed the white abuse and all that kind of stuff. And, and, and the black men in there were still successful, you know, even though they had their issues and problems and all that kind of stuff. So I, I look at that kind of stuff differently. And, and, and people realize 
that that how good they got it now, especially millennials and all that kind of stuff. We could die for just looking a white man in the eye and all that kind of stuff. And then people whine and complain because uh, they lost their cell phone or they got staying in line or, you know, stuff like that. I mean, that's a reality check, should be a reality check for a lot of millennials that get on my nerves and, 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 and say that, you know, make excuses not to vote and all that kind of stuff. So I think it's black awareness. All right, Mark, put a lot on Brother Keaty's uh, plate, and I'm sure he, he wants to devour it right away. Thank you for your call, and again, Happy New Year. Brother Keaty? Yeah, John Henry Clark, praise be his eternal name. We stand upon the shoulders of these giants. Told us we should learn to read a movie like a book or to analyze a movie like a book. And those are great words of instruction. I watched the first The Color Purple. From front to back, I didn't particularly like it. I was part of study groups, and we analyzed it in the group like a book. And it was amazing what the collective mind saw that sometimes me as an individual didn't quite see. And we looked at it together. I tried watching it years later to see, a decade later, to see if my perspective had changed. And I couldn't even get through it the next time because I felt just so insulted scene after scene as a scene as a black man, when the writers could have taken these problems and these challenges that were real problems, as Brother Howard pointed out, these are a part of our historical cultural legacy, and we cannot ignore history. But I just couldn't get through it because to me, the resolutions to these challenges didn't give us workable, viable solutions that we could apply for today and tomorrow. It was just insulting from beginning to end, which unfortunately for the new movie motivated someone like me, and I'm not the only one, to not invest any money in it. All right. Uh, Ten away from the top. Yeah, Gene's next. Gene's on line three, calling from Pikesville in Maryland. Good morning, Gene. Happy New Year. Yeah, Happy New Year to uh, to you all, too, man. Um, yeah, I just wanted to ask a question about the the end game. Now, over the, you know, I guess the, really the last year we've been talking about and, uh, Donald Trump in reference to his end game in reference to regaining power you know and take and, and of course re, uh, get taking the government over but uh, but in the end game to me sir do you think that the end game really is revolution because whenever a group uh, a, a majority group loses power like white people are right now and uh, and, and also losing a uh, population is that their strategy to me, you know, following uh, Adolf Hitler, you know, isn't it really revolution, uh, take over the court system, et cetera? That's a very interesting question. And when you bring up the end game, there is no end. So we have to kind of put it on a timeline. Are we looking at end game being the end of the 21st century? Are we looking at the end game being 500 years from now, 1,000 years from now? We can go back and examine history. Uh, I like to kind of insert my examinations from 2,600 years ago when the Greeks were the ones that came in and dominated the Nile Valley, and the whole world now begins to shift rather dramatically. The Greeks followed by the Romans some 600 years later, et cetera. So when you talk about the end game, can you give me a chronological date that would signal the end game? Okay. It will be easier for me to answer your question. Yeah, you know, like okay, so you so you use the Romans as an example, but I'll go back to uh, Cyrus the Great and the um, 
um, uh, you know, Babylon in reference to, uh, you know, things like this. So just like you're saying, so you have to, uh, to me, I, I try to understand the timeline and the, and the, um, the dynasty that's in power. So the United States is a, a imperial dynasty that that's in power. So uh, when I say the end game, I just mean the end game in reference to going back to, and I'll just take you right back to the the eleventh amendment, which was an accounter for the states' rights. Um, mm-hmm. you know, but so, I can't do I can't do I can't do anything with that. I'm a futurist. Okay. If you give me okay. an end game in the future, uh-huh. I can give you a very deliberate answer to your question. Well, again, it is, uh, to me, it's just like, uh, you know, because we, we're talking about the United States of, of America. So uh, America started out and all the players were slave owners. And so and, and I can't and do anything were, with that. I'm, I'm well, telling you right now, you're wasting your question. Okay, well, I don't think I'm... Let me give you okay. an end game I'm very deliberate about. Uh-huh. 2065. Uh-huh. According to so, the demographic strategies, in 2065, white people will not be close to a majority population in the United States without help from uh, Hispanic people and other yeah, immigrants uh, coming from uh, Europe and Asia. Yeah, and the other... In 2065, I'm, I'm trying, I'm going to do my best, but because you want to take me to the past, I told you twice, I cannot answer that question. Okay, but, but so you're going to be 2065 and honorary, you're talking about honorary white people. Honorary white people. No, I'm not. Uh, I didn't say not honorary white people. Yeah, yeah, we're just flat out of time here, Gene. And I thank you for your I call. Okay. We're just no, running no, out of time. No, but, but, but thank I you for your call. I, no, thank you, sir, too. By, no, 20, All right. by 2065, Carl, my book, Fade to Black, says... African Americans will go the way of the Iroquois, the Cherokee. Yeah, we and we, we, we flat out of time, brother Keedy. Real quick, how can folks get you? Real quick, Keedy dot biz, K E I D I dot B I Z. And if people want to text me, seven zero two five eight zero zero six. Again, (laughs) 702-580-0662. Thank you for this opportunity always, Brother Carl. Thank you, Brother Keaty. Folks, we're running late. We're out of here for the first day of the year already running late. Stay strong, stay positive. Please stay healthy. We'll see you tomorrow morning, 6 o'clock, right here in Baltimore on 1010 WOLB and also in the DMV on FM 95.9 and AM 1450. WOL, where information is power.